Are we actually on monster attack? No. <laughs> you were okay. playing monster attack, were you? I was. <laughs> it really sets a tone, know. doesn't it? You just accepted it. <laughs> it was pinned, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Now I've been, yeah, I've been listening to happy pastoral landscapes this entire time. I don't know. I thought we were like in media res fighting a fighting God. <laughs> I would do something like that, wouldn't I, though? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Last time we finished off, Tarragon had a he had a fun day of Tarragon wrestling, <laughs> and Tarragon was the one who had to be healed this time. Well, actually, <laughs> Sludge also had to be healed later, <laughs> but not with magic. But not with magic. That was fine. <laughs> Tarragon gave up with healing. <laughs> Just if it's not a, like a serious injury, we don't care. <laughs> You guys had a fun wrestling show, just like it was back in Bailiff, um, <laughs> an elf and a human. And then you continue traveling uh, over the mountains and down, ending your day by traveling down into the prairie, prairie lands. Uh, got a good vantage point seen over the rest of the land, and you capped the day off with some ration dinner from Terrison, thank God. Uh, <laughs> thank God for his hard work. <laughs> and uh, some planning of getting Riva, of meeting Riva and possibly getting Riva, allowing Riva to project her form outside of Marigold's Yugen Crystal. Uh, and then you came out to uh, Cal speaking to Cass and Tarragon about reminding them to do their worksheets uh, every four yeah, hours of, during the day. What? Cass and Terrison. Did I say Terragon? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's so, uh, Terragon, if you start to feel any uh, magical impulses... <laughs> <laughs> I know you're new to Um Yeah, so is there anything else that uh, anyone wanted to do during that night? Um, as far as I can recall, it was a, or yeah, as I recall, it was a quiet night. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone seemed to be beat after flavor text was a, everyone was beat after traversing the mountains. Um, it was just a quiet night to settle down. Oh God, rhythm bot left. <laughs> <Ate us. clears throat> um, yeah, I don't think I have anything I want to do. All right. Well, um, I want to call our Dane at some point to like talk about this astral projection idea mm-hmm. um, probably the sooner the better because then if they need to like work out an idea they can get a head start on it right can I uh, can I use my sending stone your like sauna stone I don't know what a sending stone is what is it called <laughs> What's it called? Stone of Far Speech? Like Sauna Stone. It's pronounced brunch in <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I gave you the information for it somewhere. Um, did you just DM it to me? Yeah, I DM I DM'd it to you when I first gave it to you. Um I also have it in my notes, but 
Uh, it is a sauna stone. <laughs> Sonic stone. I you're fucking messing with the I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought you were messing with me. I thought it was like sauna, like like at the spa, like essay. No. <laughs> oh god. Okay, I want to use my I want to use my sauna stone to call them. Um. Through the stone, you can send and receive a recorded audio message of 30 seconds to the stone to another linked stone of your choice. Okay. Takes 30 minutes to receive a message to the stone, and they can replay the message as needed. There are three linked stones. Does that mean any message we send is going to go to all three of us? Uh, no, you, you get to choose who that goes to. Uh, okay. So you can send it to you can choose to send it to one or all three of them. Okay. I want to start by just sending it to our Dane because uh, Marigold is actually feeling conflicted about involving Cal in this process <laughs> because mm-hmm. like she doesn't know if it'll be safe for him to be involved in like astral projection considering how it went last time mm-hmm. and he has his own shard but she also doesn't like want him to feel left out so she is going to talk to him but um as i said wants to get this head start with our dane trying to study it so she's gonna call them first and maybe talk to cal like as soon as she can um try and test the waters there mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so a 30 second message. A 30 second message. Yes. <clears throat> and Marigold is like holding the sauna stone. I'm um, just kind of like thinking it over. Like, how do I condense all of the nonsense, <laughs> all of the things into a 30 second succinct <laughs> message? And they were there for the astral projection and knows a lot about the new Yugen, so luckily they are not, like, entirely in the dark about this. (laughs) Of course. Um, So, like, the the, uh, things I want to touch on are is there a way to safely astrally project people into a space or to bring someone out of a pocket dimension? That Secondary one might be too complicated. And I don't know how Reva's going to do in the outside world yet. So maybe it's better if we start to bring people into the crystal. Hi, Ordain. Is there a safe and succinct way to astrally project three people into my Yugen shard? Everything is fine. Sign off, Marigold. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing to worry about. (laughs) Uh, As you hold the sauna stone with its uh, small depression or uh, bowl-shaped side uh, up to your lips to speak, they start to glow uh, uh, a light blue. Uh, you You speak your message into the stone, and as you speak, you can kind of hear these almost slight metallic echoes ring out against this bowl or uh, ear of a stone (laughs) Uh, as it sends it presumably uh, stores and sends it from one stone to the next soon after you stop 
speaking uh, one by one in a clockwork fashion. The runes uh, lose their luminescence and the stone returns to its inert form. Well, I'm sure they'll take that well and leave. We've talked about this before, kind of, in a way, at that one time. <sighs> no, it can be done. <laughs> yep. Yep. And I was just going to go back to her notes and kind of write down her different ideas about how this, this process might work. Um, trying to remember the astral projection that we did before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is more of a long-term project. Right. Yeah. Nice. Um, that's going to take at least an hour to get back to you. Yes. Uh, Jeremy said he didn't want to do anything. Sludge, are you just hankering down for the night? Hungering down? Hankering down? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm going to try a like, magic control thing again. Cool. Yeah. So I don't think I've done that today. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, roll a. Are you so you're doing the same thing of like passing one thing, uh, energy from one hand to the next? Mm hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah, roll a spell attack for me. Okay, that is. Um, what's my mod, right? Yeah. Okay, that's a uh, 14. Nice. Uh, yeah, it, it takes you some time um, to uh, work up the energy and that mental mindfulness awareness of your body and the magical bugs inside of your body. <laughs> um, so you've tried this in all three times as you've been out on the expedition, uh, this new leg of the expedition, and this is your uh, fourth time trying. You've successfully been able to do it once. Uh, unfortunately failed twice, but those were under strange circumstances of uh, wild magic and trying to control that. <clears throat> this time again, you're just meditating and uh, practicing as usual <laughs> in a more controlled and less uh, inhibited space. Uh, still, it, uh, you are new to this and it takes some time to find that place inside of yourself uh, and it takes some time to well up that energy and uh, channel it to your hand but after about 45 minutes you're able to ease <laughs> uh, you are able to transfer it from one side of your body to the next with no ill effect possibly some feelings of your arm Kind of like that growing pain you get, that strenuous uh, welling pain you get uh, where the bugs congeal, uh, congregate to your arm and stay there wanting to pull out and uh, roam about as they please. But uh, you command them and keep them there and transfer them with success. Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm trying to think of this message back <laughs> to our uh, Marigold. Um, 
What is it? So did I did I describe exactly what it sounds like when you get it back? You receive a message through stone. Any message sent or received stone can be played or played at a volume equal to that. Of the uh, yeah, um, Marigold, uh, you almost exactly an hour later, uh, as far as you can tell, without a clock, um, you get a message back. Your stone, which I presume is like sitting next to you on a table or just on the ground as you're journaling. Uh, you hear a small metal and very satisfying ping sound from the Sada Stone. Uh, indicating that uh, in your mind, and uh, not so much in words, but a, but a feeling that you have just received a message. Message received. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to hear that. <laughs> uh, and you can and you and you can play this at a sound of a whisper to talking to someone talking loudly. Yes. Um, I think just play it back at regular volume is okay. Nice. <clears> hmm. <throat> <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. it's hard to say something in 30 seconds, especially yeah. an abstract magical concept <laughs> of its kind. Yeah, I'm going to try to do this in exactly 30 minutes by looking at this clock. Um, count up right as it hits 30 seconds. 26, 27, 28, 29, 30. Hello, Marigold. It's so good to hear from you again. Ah, projecting three people into one space at once, that's a little hard. It was hard for even uh, just projecting you. You would need a lot of power and control for this. Uh, <laughs> and I don't know much about uh, multi-projection, but I will uh, look into it and respond tomorrow. Uh, glad to know things are safe. Love our day. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll get to a thing. point where we don't have to exchange the pleasantries and can get straight to the point. And you know, the love is unconditional, so we don't need to like say that every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be loved. Love our day. But being able to control the power is already on Marigold's mind. She talked about it with Sludge as like a potential theory with like maybe this can coincide with Sludge's control of the magical energy in her body. Maybe we can find a way to, like, channel that raw sorcery magic into a projection. Um, but, yeah. Control is good. It's good to not have this go astray. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Control is good. What? Uh, you know who know, who knows about control? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I think I should talk to Cal sooner rather than later. Yeah, yeah. Um, is he still doing worksheet stuff, or is he like getting ready for bed in an hour? <clears throat> um, yeah, so this is like later into the night. Uh, you guys talked after dinner, and then you had to wait an hour to get to hear back from. Ardain. Uh, so this is uh, late into the night. Most people are asleep right now. 
Cass is uh, likely on first watch. Um, yeah, Cass is likely on first watch right now, or Tarragon. I don't know how they're going to keep thing, how they're going to break up their schedules if Tarragon's even is just the de facto person. <laughs> um, um, yeah, probably, probably every night they go Cass and then Tarragon. Because Tarragon doesn't need to, like, like their meditation, they do it earlier in the evening, but they can be up in the wee out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, Carson would also uh, offer. Yeah. Carson can also take a shift. So maybe, yeah, maybe they, like, switch off every night between whether it's Tarragon or uh, uh, Carson taking that yeah. last shift. That sounds good. Um, that means... Uh, no, Tarragon did it last night, so Carson's doing it tonight. Either way, it's Cass. Uh, Cass is still up and about doing something. What is Cass doing? Um, I think Cass might be playing like probably brought a pack of cards, just like playing solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> nice by the fire. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, hey, Ryan, we need to do security checks at night. Uh, Cass, do a perception check. And there he is. Um, that's a twelve. Twelve. Okay. Cool. They're playing twelve there. Um. Yeah. So. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So. uh, Carson is asleep. Is meditating right now. Carson is sleeping right now. Um, (laughs) Good man. Um. And most of the, the camp is asleep, but there was a uh, a small lantern light on in Cal's tent. As you can see, his form silhouetted on the tent walls and a pencil in his hand scribbling furiously. Not furiously, lackadaisically. Slowly. <laughs> Elegantly. Yeah. Um, she like, just like pokes her head out and and can see, like, the firelight on Cass and then the light from the other tents, especially Cal's, just like, okay, making it over, like, what's what's the best way to explain this? Kind of go up to the tent, kind of like, um, tap on the canvas. Cal, like, jolts for a second, um, and then looks up, you can see, like, the silhouette, like, look over at the door and then uh, on his hands and knees, come like crawling to it, opens up the tent, and you see Hal's face poke out. Oh, uh, hello, Marigold. How are you? Hi, Cal. Um, so worksheets, right? <laughs> You're working on them, I, I bet. Um, <laughs> thank you for taking the helm on that one. I wasn't really sure, like, uh, you know, what would be the best way to get them started, but you know, it's a very a critical side project and you know what um, since I know you're so good at multitasking I thought w- we could work on another side project um, <laughs> if that's cool like if you could feel like you're ready for that I don't want you taking too much on right now of course uh, yeah you start talking about worksheets and Cal gets very excited <laughs> he's like grinning and looks back to his work where you can see uh yeah, like uh, like identical sheets of paper sitting next to each other, all like marked out with different boxes and questions and lines to write answers to previous questions. Um, um, and you start talking about the side project, and he kind of he cocks his head to the side and says, 
Oh, uh, yes. Uh, um, yeah, this, this this doesn't take any time at all. I'm just kind of a uh, uh, I'm putting my own spin on it, but uh, just recreating uh, kind of what Ardane has uh, taught me or uh, us. I should say, since you're the uh, new uh, mentoree, or the not mentoree, uh, a protege of Ardane. Uh, so uh, yes, I, I have I have all the time in the day and the night. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I just like him loving that he's like hand drawing like worksheets <laughs> it's, like, because I'm a copy machine, but he's like making them by hand. Um, yeah. Yeah. So side project. Um, and this is this is expedition party business. I already talked to Teremy and Sludge about it. Now I'm telling you. So regarding um, the presence in my crystal uh, that we discussed at the meeting with the board and the dictator, there's someone in here who I've been talking to what we're calling Tefliam. She calls herself Riva. Um, I think it's important that we're more on the same page about her and her deal. And I'm trying to find a way to get Sludge and Teremi to meet her. I already asked Ardane about if it would be possible for them to actually project into the crystal. Um, as, as you know, there's precedent for that. <laughs> but it's going to require a lot of control. Experimental magics. Do you think you could help me figure that out? Cal has a what you know to be a very serious look on his face. Uh, it's usually the one that he adopts when he's solving a very hard problem that he's been spending a lot of time on and can't figure out. Uh, as you've come to know it, uh, people tend to think when he looks this way, he's angry uh, when he's not. In fact, <laughs> uh, his lips are pursed and his like eyebrows are furrowed in this deep contemplative uh, uh, expression. Yes, uh, of course. Yes, uh, well, uh, you see, uh, necromantic magic is not necessarily my forte. Uh, I am more on the uh, uh, abjuration school of magic, I suppose, and uh, evocation. Uh, so, uh, as you know, astral projection is a necromantic school of magic, the, the flow of one's energy and life force. Uh, but uh, I... Uh, hmm... Uh, it would, as I'm sure you're aware, and he pushes his glasses up, this would be a very big task for one magic user to do on their own, to project three whole personhoods, uh, which is also very intimate and requires a lot of uh, intimate knowledge of the people to do. Uh, uh, hmm. And it would require a, a lot of control and uh, Someone I know who has a lot of necromantic power and 
unfortunately not a lot of control, is, well, sludge. Sludge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sludge is a very competent and or moderately confident, I should say, as far as I know, in, in necromantic powers with her uh, a false life spell. So I imagine uh, she could hold her own in protecting herself. Uh, you have had a crash course run on it yourself with uh, our dame as your mentor. No, no one better. <laughs> and, uh, well, terror me. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Jeremy, no fucking comment. <laughs> you would need to hold Jeremy's hand in this. Uh, uh rubs her like temple. <laughs> Hell, okay, slow down. Okay. This this is we need to talk about this. <laughs> you said it yourself. You're going to need we're all going to need intimate knowledge of each other. We're going to need confidence in each other if we're going to undertake this. That means respect. That means seeing the others as equals. Yes, and you're very good at that, Marigold. And I think they respect you greatly. Like grimaces. It's like... Um, oh. <laughs> 21 <Yeah>. baby <laughs> yeah. nods very slowly that's, a, that's like his first really good this good so insight proud roll of him. <laughs> proud of him for fucking noticing <laughs> I uh, think I know what you're saying now uh, I can spell it out if it helps oh no hmm. it's uh well, let's see. Let's see how much I know first. Uh, <laughs> yes, the uh, uh, I'm sure this is uh, has to do with uh, Sludge's wild magic outburst. Part of it. That was more of a um, externalization of something that I. Think has been going on for a bit. Things bubble up when they are suppressed, and you know that. Yes. I think that you've been maybe pushing her a little hard, and maybe you should try to see things from sludges. Uh, I think I do a good job at that. Okay. <laughs> and what do you think Sludge's perspective is? <laughs> well, I don't want to be uh, callous, uh, but it seems that Cal has a uh, Cal. Uh oh. <laughs> 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 it seems that Sludge has a sort of a uh, <laughs> callous. Uh, it seems that uh, Sludge uh, has a uh, hmm yeah this is harder to put in words than I thought maybe hmm. <laughs> much to think about <laughs> Just, uh, I was going to say that 
she has a, uh, a twenty-one insight again. Wow! <laughs> I was going wow. to. S- <laughs> I was going to say that she has a rather uh, uh, discourteous and rough relationship with superiority, or uh, or not superiority, uh, 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 authority. Authority. Thank you uh, to authority figures or those that she per- perceives as such. But it, uh, I guess, that's not the case for our Dana Fallbrook. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So that's that is a bit more complicated than you would think. <laughs> Most people are. <laughs> so I think you might be able to learn some things from her. You're both sorcerers after all. <laughs> all monitor. <laughs> um, uh, Marigold, aren't you worried? Uh, about her reckless abandon? I mean, you've traveled longer with her than I have. Has she... There have been some very close calls, but that makes me want to ask, hasn't there been... Uh, uh, what's the word? Um, ramifications for her blatant uh, disregard to magic or the power and unknowability of it that is um you might want to ask sludge about that the thing about ramifications and when people experience them they change sludge is working on it right now on making changes. Marigold's talking about how very, very pointedly, like, Sludge messed with Gandrata, and then Gandrata <laughs> came after Sludge and, like, imprisoned them and gonna kill and sacrifice Sludge, and, like, that was really intense, and, like, since then, Sludge has been, like, trying to control the wild magic effect. Like, he's doing it right now in the camp. Um, and I don't think we've told... Did, what, did, did we decide? Did you guys decide? I don't think we've told Cal about the whole GFS situation. Mm, and yeah. I think it's up to Sludge to discuss that because that's like Sludge's personal business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and you guys also yeah. discovered that for the most part of that month, you just kind of ignored that. Yeah, we were yeah. doing our own yeah, stuff. All stuff going on. Um, it was nice to not think about Gandrata. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. trying to go about learning self-control in her own way. It doesn't need to look like your approach for it to work, Cal. But my approach is so good. (laughs) It's good for you. (laughs) It doesn't mean it would work for me, right? Uh, That's true, but it worked for you when Ardane was doing it. Maybe it's just the teacher that matters. Maybe. And it's not just my approach. We are standing on the shoulders of giants, Marigold, who's uh, had a <laughs> uh, uh, 
No, you wouldn't recognize. You wouldn't notice that. <laughs> We're standing on the. We are standing on the shoulders of giants, Marigold. Uh, ten, the, you know, thousands of years, almost two thousand to be exact, uh, years of magical study. And uh, I think we shouldn't just uh, let uh, Sludge knows nothing about it, and we shouldn't just let them have to, you know, reinvent the wheel all by themselves without knowledge of things that came before the week. I just think that maybe they wouldn't have been able to invent the wheel, so to speak, if they didn't try some weird shit first. Right? I guess it worked for Leland. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, you do remember. <laughs> Maybe if you think outside the box, you won't be such a... And then she draws a square with her hands. <laughs> square. So think about it. What is it? The dialectic? <laughs> Two opposing... Ways of thinking, synthesis, coming to an agreement, new understanding. You always knew philosophy better than me. <laughs> you remembered. <laughs> no, I'm better at philosophy forget. than you, but I'm better, uh, I knew something about philosophy. Yes. <sighs> well, yes. think about it. Think about it. We're all going to need to be on equal footing if we uh, hope to make this work. We're going to need to. Yes. Uh, uh, Marigold, uh, I just wanted to ask, you know, we haven't talked about it much, but uh, what do you see in Riva? Is she a a resource to you? Is she a, a, a friend? You like friends and all? (laughs) Is she a friend? Is she, uh... Uh... Uh, someone you look up to? Greatly? Oh, wow. Um... It's an interesting question. Um, I don't... I don't know if she's just one thing. Reva is a bit of an enigma but I think she is a friend and I think she is someone I can learn from I'm trying to learn from but she's also my student I'm her teacher you have a protege I have a protege (sighs) that's very exciting for you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah she's just like I think she's like she's pretty excited about that like it is it is very fulfilling to be a teacher and to like make a difference in someone's life mm-hmm. like, Reva, Reva doesn't have like a life in the same way that like Reva's maybe functionally immortal I don't really know <laughs> yeah uh, yeah Hackel says that's very exciting for you and he like slowly looks over to the worksheets on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and there's lots of different ways to be a teacher. <laughs> uh, we'll let you get back to it. And um, 
maybe consider that maybe some of them are visual learners, more hands-on learners. All need to be worksheets. Think outside the box. Right. I don't actually know how much Cass knows about reading and writing, so I should... She can read and write. He's actually actually, um, more well-read than I thought at first, and that's on me. Um, (laughs) That's on me. (laughs) How much time did Cal spend with Team Weasel? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not a lot of time. Like, he knew he'd be working with them, but he didn't really, like, hang out or see them a lot. Mm -hmm. I guess that's what you could have asked him. (laughs) But, yeah. I guess I still haven't told you that. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Head back. Head back. Go to bed. Die. (laughs) I die. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Should we go to uh, traveling, or were you going to talk to Reva? We can like we Um, can like you can say you had like a a a training session with her. Uh, I want to know if you had like anything of note you wanted to discuss with Reva. Um, I think it's just, I think it's just, I need to uh, give Reva Sledge's greeting because <laughs> I gave her Teravi's greeting before and now there's one from Sludge, which is just finger guns. <laughs> hey, baby guy. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah, just like to put it distinctly, like Marigold goes to visit Reva and is like, hey, my friends are really excited about meeting you. We're going to try and find a way to make it work, but it might take a while. If you remember anything about what put you in here or what it was like being outside, that might help. In the meantime, I'm going to send messages from you guys back and forth so you can get to know each other. (laughs) Nice. Um, yeah, I will also say that, like, you know that, um, you would know that you and Reva, when you're doing your sessions, you talk, like, two to three times a week. Um, it seems like she needs time to, like, eat, like, you're not sure if it, like, takes energy out of her to bring you inside, or if she just needs time to, like, synthesize, 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 process, process, the information you gave her. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I think, like, and it's, and, it's, and it's more like you're just randomly brought into her crystal. It's not so much that you can, like, teleport your consciousness in there. Right. Um, so, yes. Yeah. So, actually, yeah, I will say that tonight you'd not get a visit from Reva, from the okay. sand, sand girl. <laughs> Mr. Sam Girl. <laughs> Sammy Girl. Traveling then. And I'll Traveling. just I'll just make a stockpile of messages nice. to give her. In the box. Comes. <laughs> Traveling. So you guys see where you are? Um, yeah. You have right. a swamp, 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 swamp. Uh, towards the swamp, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to the northwest of you, east of you, to the north, never eat soggy waffles. To the <laughs> so always what I say in my head. Um, to the north and east of you, you see these uh, uh, 
pillar-like uh, globular rocks that jut out of the ground. Um, it's almost a forest of boulders. Um, and then to the northeast of you, uh, which you can't see anymore, but you were able to see from the top of the mountain were uh, swamps, swamps <laughs> which you seem set on going to. Do we want to hit that first number two tile on the way to the swamp? I think it'd be good to check out those rocks mm-hmm. like real quick. You know, maybe we could go northeast and then northwest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like really explore rather than just like staying on the outskirts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So are you going to, so are you going north or northeast? Above us, right? Directly above you or to the one, like the northeast one? I think we should go northeast and okay. then we're kind of between these rocks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Uh, so who's leader in today? Do one of you guys want to take it on because you have higher perceptions? I could try it since Marigold did it yesterday. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh yeah, uh, do a perception check. Awesome. Uh, oh, the counter. I need to get the counter first, sorry. <laughs> um, counter is at uh, 15. Oh, jeez. Travel clock, 15. So you have to beat a perception check of 15. That one, baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck me. Oh, <laughs> I'm using Tides of Chaos. It's a new day. It's a new day. <laughs> I'm going to fucking kill myself, that one. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. <laughs> That's rough. That's some rough stuff. All right. Fuck. First encounter. Cannot fucking believe this. I thought we're like, maybe we're tired. I know Marigold definitely, like. She sure she wasn't the leader today because she stayed up all night fucking oh, yeah. trying to write up magic theory. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, got caught up in his salt game of solitaire and stayed up late. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to bed in a second. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'll when go to bed when I win. <laughs> <laughs> He's missing a card. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Love that. Um, Cannon, please. <laughs> um, oh, uh, sorry. You do have advantage because Cass is the security guard and on duty, unless you want to say that he's tired. <laughs> so I can get one more roll. You can get one more roll. Okay, please. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a 15, exactly. 15? All right. Uh, Ty goes to the defender. If you're the defender on this point because you're being attacked. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god. Fuck, dude. Uh, I wanted to let that happen, but that wouldn't be fair. God. Fuckers. <laughs> I wanted it to happen. Is there, um, is there something that happens when we get a nat one? Yeah. Oh god, I, I want to find out! Oh, <laughs> That's so scary. But we could... Okay, how about this? I get my Tides of Chaos back, 
and I take the original nat, second nat one. You get your second cast back because you went to bed anyways. It's a new day. But if well, it's yeah. a, but then but then they'll have one less tides of chaos for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, because like we're rolling it for yeah. today, and I used tides of chaos for today. But I, whatever. I'm taking that nat one, nice. and I did not use tides of chaos. <laughs> thank you, Esther. Yes, nice. thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> Nice. That's so cool, guys. <laughs> That's the first thing they can possibly You can happen. hurt me. You can hurt me. Don't hurt Esther. I just want to know. Yeah. Um, roll 1d20 for me, please. Me? Me? Uh, Esther. Esther. Now you get to choose your encounter. <laughs> 16. 16. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a minute. That's pretty good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the triumphant return. Oh my god! <laughs> Are those crystal fingers? Yeah, yeah that's from the. God. That's from the a oh child. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I haven't seen this. Holy shit! <laughs> I made it while we were so playing. Long. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, you guys, it's uh, 9 o'clock and you spend the first hour, um, you guys decide to take your, uh, to find your way into the forest of boulders, this uh, playground of boulders for you. <laughs> McDonald's play place. <laughs> you, uh, that means that the counter has been set back to 12. Um, you, and you've used one point of movement. Cool. Um, nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, now you guys head your way into the bol- uh, boulder zone. Uh, you guys take uh, pick up camp after a ration breakfast. Um, no, actually, Terrison, uh, feeling bad about the ration dinner, uh, went out early into the into the night, uh, late into the night, uh, early early into the morning, and was able to. Uh, I think you can correct me on this, but I think Terrison's fine about hunting now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, now that he's, like, gotten more comfortable and seeing, like, what the ecology of mm-hmm. the place is like. Um, yeah, uh, early into the morning, he's, he goes out and uh, is actually able to uh, bring back a small adolescent buck. Uh, with wow. um, There's a, uh, an arrow in its neck sticking out that pours a little bit of blood um and he him and uh, carson spent some time butchering it uh skinning and butchering and dressing it skinning dressing butchering it <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a nice uh venison uh venison breakfast and you also now have some salted venison that they're that you have kept nice. and curing uh, on the outside of Carson's and Terrison's pack. It's just like a bunch of meat <laughs> <laughs> on it, covered in salt and spices. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys, uh, and you guys find your way into the uh, bouldery area. Uh, as you approach, you find that these boulders are rather big. They're, these are, they become these spires of rock standing anywhere from 20 to what seems like, uh, 60 feet tall. Damn. So, um, and there's a lot of them. 
you enter this small maze. Uh, uh, Terrison, not Terrison, uh, Terami and <laughs> Marigold, what are you up to right now while you're traveling? Um, you can help someone with a check, uh, or you can, with a job, or you can try doing your own thing on the road. Always just doing, like, nature checks or whatever, just to see if I spot anything interesting. Yeah. Damn, dude. Damn. 21. 21? Fuck, dude. Okay, yeah. Uh, what are you... Are you looking for anything in particular right now? Um... More birds? Mammals? Probably... Yeah, probably mammals. Because, like... I feel like it's easier to spot birds. (laughs) (laughs) Used to that. You're looking for mammals specifically. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see if there's anything like that's like blending in with the surrounding environment. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um. For uh, roll a one d four for me. Three. Three. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. Um, this works perfectly. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah, this works great. Uh, yeah, you guys are traveling along, um, and you guys start to feel a little bit claustrophobic as you are surrounded by these uh, cool things. Uh, as you're surrounded by these uh, pillars of stone, um, it feels very similar to you walking through the mesas, um, except you have more space and it's not just rows of uh, paths that, like, yeah. Um, but your vision is nonetheless uh, shortened. So you uh, travel through these uh, lands. Uh, Terrison is looking out for animals just as uh, Terami is. Sorry, Terrison. Uh, he has to Dear, he's happy right now. <laughs> Carson's bringing the cattle along, uh, the, the donkeys along, and Jeremy's looking out for animals. Uh, Marigold, what are you doing? Um, I think maybe I'm trying to... Uh, are we all traveling by foot? Or like, there's like a wagon that I can be sitting in? No, you guys are traveling by foot. Okay, cool. Um... You could probably sit on a donkey. <laughs> yeah, you could sit on a donkey. You're light. You guys aren't, like, fully packed up, so... Can I be sitting on a donkey and trying to draw the uh, boulders? The boulders? Taking note of the landscape? Yeah. Um, the boulder... Rock forest? Rock what you called it? <laughs> Call whatever you want. Um, tall, tall Rock Boys. Tall Rock Boys, that's a good name. Uh... Yeah, you get to name them, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, rule a... Either, like, intelligence or performance. Um, so, that's a, that's a flat 18. So, as if I add my intelligence, that's a dirty 20. A dirty 20? Nice. Yeah. Um... Um, 
Oh. Just just the like ease of like rolls. I think I've like pretty much established that Marigold is like proficient in drawing. Mm-hmm. Should I say that I have proficiency in like a painting kit or something? And then I can use my proficiency bonus for those rolls. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it'll just be a plus three whenever I do those. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so yeah, you're uh, able to. You get a good look at these uh, as you spend, as you focus heavily in on these boulders and start to draw them. Uh, you start drawing them, and you start drawing them to great detail uh, and detail and accuracy, uh, depicting all the different striations of this uh, of, of 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 these boulders and rock formations and how they formed. Um, with that, make a history check with advantage. Okay. Uh, 17. 17, nice. Um, just, uh, say, you, you, you are a learned. You are a oh, learned. Listen, I know a guy who knows a lot about rocks. <laughs> forcibly learned. <laughs> you are a forcibly learned person on geology and rocks. <laughs> um, uh, and I, I like the idea that, like, Cal is like sitting, is like walking next to you as you both are like looking at these rocks, as these boulders, and um, looking at these boulders and just kind of talking about maybe Cal's more just talking absently about rocks <laughs> <laughs> and how much he likes the formation of these rocks and how 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 unique and part and uh, particular the formation of these rocks have formed. Is this a, an ancient glacier site that we're standing on, or is it uh, is it just wind? Uh, the curvature of the which these rocks have formed it seems that something uh, something more like water has a, a, a used to be here. Possibly, it's so strange. It's so strange. Um, and Marigold, you knowing your uh, knowledge of geology and how sediment compacts and forms, uh, looking at these rocks, you can tell that these are relatively new rocks. They seem to have uh, sprung from the ground, seemingly, um, or been carved away. Whatever it is, that uh, these rocks here uh, seem to be rather new and almost foreign to the rest of the substrate around it. But you could be wrong about that. <laughs> huh. Huh. Hmm. Now, you ever hear about rocks, like, spontaneously occurring somewhere? Maybe being moved? Uh, well, uh, and how large of a formation are we talking about? Uh, about sixty feet tall. <laughs> oh, I meant more like a, uh, these. Uh, I meant more of a, how how wide of an area. But uh, I think I see what you're saying now. Yes, this is interesting. Oh, I'm surprised I didn't. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't caught onto this myself. Uh, <laughs> uh, huh, interesting. Yes. These do look like different rocks. I wonder if there was a, uh, uh, if somehow there were two different forms of minerals occurring at the same place, or, uh, well, they're not too far from the mountains. Maybe they rolled all the way down here. That would be something, wouldn't it? Uh, 
Maybe some sort of large landslide that happened in the past that uh, uh, brought the, the mountainside down to this area and it's been uh, reduced to this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thing. I'm going to detect magic on these rocks. <laughs> All right, you can just do that now. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Karen, you can just talk to animals. Miracle can just cast detect magic. Yeah, she's like rubbing her eyes like as he's <laughs> she like lifts her head up and her eyes are like glowing pink and she's like I'm just gonna look at this myself and like <laughs> try and figure out what's happening here uh, I like the I kind of like the retcon um, well, tell me how you think about this retcon before we said they glow kind of pink like a stoner uh, I like the idea that they glow gold Ooh. <gasps> okay yeah that's I think cool. that's a little better yeah yeah um, yeah there's like a faint gold sheen that uh, crosses over that like covers your your eyeballs and have a sense of luminescence to them. Have a little bit of luminescence to them that colors everything a little yellow and gold to you. Um, do a perception check. Fuck! Uh, ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, that wasn't... A, that, I didn't do a roll, I was just playing with my dice. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so disingenuous. Boulders <laughs> roll for hiding their magic. Ah, uh, two. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, getting a one on the random encounter means the fucking rocks get you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, looking at the uh, looking at the looking over the rocks, uh, they're yeah. Uh, these are just seem to be plain normal rocks to you. Um, kind of looking around you. And using this opportunity, you also look around at the camp around you, and uh, the only uh, magic you're able to pick up is, again, from your crystals and the various magical items that uh, lie in the camp, uh, the camp's position, uh, possession, such as the sauna stones. Rocks, 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 rocks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um... Jeremy, you're, uh, you guys have been here for about 30 minutes now. Uh, you've made your way into this, into the thicket of these rocks, uh, pretty well. Um, you're looking around for any animals that you might, that you might see, and you'll see the occasional hare or rabbit passing by, uh, a deer or two, some cro crows that fly overhead, and some, uh, uh, uh birds that fly to, um, you notice that they start to like congregate on the rocks. You see things like, uh, sparrows and finches. Um, an eagle appears in a hawk Ooh. as they kind of like line this parade route for you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. As they'll like talk to you, as they'll not talk to you, but just kind of like, sit there and watch you and clean themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, out goes up to almost every one of them and says hi to them. <laughs> <laughs> the hummingbird sits uh, perched on the top of your hat and makes no notice of them. <laughs> <laughs> Looks unimpressed. <laughs> Harrow? Uh, oregano. <laughs> uh, and jumps around it, uh, by your side, hopping forward. Um, and then... Uh, 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 as you're walking along and like looking up at these rocks and all the birds around them, all the birds around you, and also keeping an eye out for other strange beasts, uh, you notice a different texture 
along one of the rock walls that you are standing along or about to walk in front of. Mm-hmm. And you take like a, like a double glance because you feel like you just saw something. You saw not grass, which you've seen grow on these and places, but a uh, hair on the rock. Kind of blink your, your eyes and look again. And you start to notice more of that hair texture appear on the rock. Uh, getting a better look in on it, you see, looking back at you, ten uh, cave dogs. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> These have a different coloration to them. One very similar to the uh, this uh, kind of uh, milk chocolate-y uh, color to them. Uh, these seem to be a little bit more harried. There's more hair covering their bodies, still sparse, but enough for them to blend in with this rock wall. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're just perched along this route. Um, along this wall, staring back at you, uh, crouched in seemingly in anticipation for something. <laughs> can I, can I do a check to see if I remember, like, some of the body language, like non-hostile body language of the other caves, cave dogs that we met. Uh, yeah. Do an do an insight check with disadvantage. Okay. Ah, that is a oh, uh, ten. A ten. Mm-hmm. Um. How charismatic are these people? <laughs> <laughs> They're not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it's it's hard for you to tell. Uh, they uh, looking at them. Uh, you do not see any signs of aggression necessarily in them. Mm-hmm. But they are crouched and seem to be waiting. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm going to stop and like whoever's next to me. I don't know where people are. I like to do that like you're walking along in front with Sludge. <laughs> As Sludge is like looking out for danger and just like <laughs> Garf. <laughs> Garfing along. <laughs> and Jeremy's like out there like craning his neck looking for her. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna like elbow Sludge and be like, Sludge, look, can you see that? Do I see it? <laughs> uh, roll perception with advantage. Uh, no, no. Uh, they're about like uh, two hundred feet in front of you. Um, but yeah, with like the assistance uh, assistance of of Jeremy, he points his hand at the his finger at a rock about two hundred feet in front of you, and it's about uh, uh, thirty feet tall, twenty five feet tall, and along it, just kind of like cl- like crouched, hankered, uh, hunkered to the side, are ten cave dogs. <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> right? Those dudes we saw in the cave. <laughs> Should want to go up to them? Yeah, those guys are cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, should we stop caravan? Hang out? I, guess we could, I mean, I think it would make sense to, to let them know yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> Who who's closest to us? Um, person? 
Yeah, Carson's leading the the, the donkey train, mm-hmm. and in the middle of it are uh, yeah, in the middle of it is Marigold sitting on a donkey with Cal next to her, uh, Guppy behind, Cass probably at the end mm-hmm. of it, Harrison uh, kind of like roaming about looking for vegetables. <laughs> Tarion. Tarion. <laughs> End of thought. <laughs> um, Aragon's like keeping a distance from uh, Terrison, but always not too far away. <laughs> <laughs> like a mother deer. <laughs> Touching their hands together anxiously. <laughs> look, Carson, look, there's there's some cave dogs over there. Oh, 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 oh. that's what they look like. Yeah, uh, these ones are kind of different. They're hairier, mm-hmm. looks like. It's interesting. <laughs> uh, I wonder what they need more hair for. <laughs> um, I, I want to I wanna say hi, I guess. Uh, is, that, is that safe? Uh, I mean... These fuckers are harmless. <laughs> uh, I'm remembering how they just destroyed the veteran's sword in its moment of weakness. Uh, well, they're harmless enough. Uh, I, I don't think we're gonna incur any attacks if we <laughs> go up to them, or at least, at least you know, like two of us, like me and me can and Can I hear this? Oh my god! I <laughs> yeah, you can hear this. Yeah. <laughs> Miracle just like sits up while Terry's like, oh yeah, they're they're probably fine. Like they're not gonna hurt us. It's like we fucking we got robbed and ambushed and like baited by them. Like they played us like a fiddle. We were asleep. (laughs) We know they're tricky now. (laughs) Get off my donkey and like stomp over. Like, hey, maybe there's ruins nearby. Maybe there is. Why do you think that they're out here? Maybe they're waiting for us to fall into a trap or something. <laughs> well, it's kind of a bad trap. Uh, <laughs> Not a bad trap if we haven't noticed it. <laughs> well, I think if just like a couple of us go over there and then, you know, everyone else is alert, we should be fine, right? Okay. Yeah. No, I mean... It's a good idea to try communicating with them if you're up to it. But I'm going to stay back here and... (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. If it breaks bad. (laughs) Oh, Terry, can you speak to Cape Dogs? Uh, no. Oh. (laughs) This might not be a good idea. (laughs) Well, I mean, I have... I only tried once. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) uh, it It was a... We had a long day. There was a lot going on. I almost, we almost died. Uh, I think I want to try again anyway. I did say, I think the caravan is just this, uh, yeah, caravan has just come to a halt. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you guys like stop walking and everyone's meandered over, Guppy, uh, Terrison has come over. Cass is probably listening in on this too. Mm-hmm. So it was like a small crowd <laughs> gathering. <laughs> they're not that far away, so you know if something gets a little a little hairy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everyone's right here, you know. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. <clears throat> All right, everybody, keep an eye 
all the stuff and the donkeys and defend them with your lives or whatever. <laughs> but, um, expedition party. This isn't a monster, right? Uh, no, no. Can I come see? They're just then? little. Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> do you want to come? <laughs> They're just weird little dudes. Um, <laughs> they steal shit though, so like. But other than that, yeah. they're pretty cool. How does Cassie Good listeners? Good listeners. I think he's. I don't know if I'm just watching on, just like okay, this is their job, I guess. Um, All these guys they can't do anything. <laughs> that was a horrible cats. <laughs> God. These little bastards. I can't do nothing but look at him. I'll wrestle ten of them with one arm tied around my back. God. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so long as y'all just keep an eye out. You, know, yeah. you said that these fuckers are tricky. They steal things, so obviously we're going to stay back and watch the caravan, and it would be a pretty good idea to I don't know. Maybe keep your distance for now. Naturally. Said, uh, yeah. While you're all the way over there, I'll be here managing the caravan for you guys. <laughs> oh my god. Can I roll and see if he wants to come? <laughs> uh, no, he doesn't want to come. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be here, I guess. It seems more like he's just like, like oh, this is the, the first time that I oh. have a... Uh, that I'll be uh, managing the caravan, so <laughs> even though you'll be only a, a few yards away, but, uh, <laughs> you can entrust the caravan to me. Of course, we can. By the time you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right well, let's go. <laughs> and like as as we're walking over, so I, it's Terami, uh, Harrison, Sludge, and Marigold. Yeah, <laughs> I think Cal comes too. Now nice. comes yeah, too. I was gonna say, is he is he gonna? <laughs> he doesn't seem interested, but he's coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he actually got me. He's like, can I, can I come too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I look at these guys? <laughs> like, as we're walking over, I'm like, yeah, you know, I didn't really, I didn't like these guys at first. They were weird, and I was grouchy. I didn't want to deal with any of it. But, you know, I spent a little time with them. I, I think I'm... I think I'm more open-minded. <laughs> I was gonna say, Terry, it's very close-minded of you to judge someone on how they look. I, the I other ones slapped the back of Cal's head. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones hey. were. <laughs> uh, I didn't like the look in their eyes, to be quite honest. Terry <laughs> <laughs> sure got used to that from traveling with Sludge. <laughs> Maybe yeah. <laughs> Sludge is the missing link. Or can you catch him? I could. <laughs> Sludge, are you like a, like a, like a 3,000 year old elf or something? <laughs> oh, God. That's why he's so powerful. <laughs> scary. Comfy. <laughs> <laughs> the truest mouth of all is always here. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Harrison's <laughs> here. You can't do that. <laughs> He's a grown man. He's 19. <laughs> uh, you start making your way over. Oh, did you, see you're, you said you're going to do something while you're walking over. Oh, um, that, that was just. 
talking. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you're walking over and keeping an eye on these cave dogs, I'm assuming you can just see their like heads and eyes tracking you as you get closer. They're all just locked onto you. Uh, and you can tell that they, uh, uh, you can, like, they all have this uniform, uh, tracking to you position of being crouched down and they all have their, uh, left ear up and pointed to, towards you and their right ear down and pointing in the opposite direction. Okay. Um. I think I'm going to just, like, approach, like, with my hands up and, like, kind of turn to the side a little bit so I'm not, like, facing them, like, straight on <laughs> and, like, aggressively approaching them mm-hmm. as we get closer. Just kind of like, oh, look, they're not threatening. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How close do they let me get? Um, yeah, they, uh, you get about, uh, you kind of, you start to approach them. Um, non-confrontationally. Uh, roll a persuasion check. Twelve. Twelve? <clears throat> cool, yeah. Uh, you get about 50 feet away from them um, before you notice that, like, they start to, like, raise their lips up to, like, bare their teeth a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, like, put my arm out and be like, oh, wait, we should stop here. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try talking to them again. I'm going to be like, oh, sorry, we're not dangerous. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you, are you, like, trying to use beast speak? or, or uh, Yeah, I, I'm, like, I'm probably trying to access that same feeling of like what I do to cast uh, speak with animals Mm -hmm. it's not it's not clicking and I'm just like mm." (laughs) so I don't know if it actually works or not yeah they don't seem to like acknowledge what you're saying Uh, Marigold with your passive perception uh, you start to hear something in the distance past the rock that that these cave dogs are perched on you can hear the sound of hoofbeats on the ground getting louder and approaching you. I like throw a hand up. But what? In like that direction, like something's coming. Uh oh. <laughs> Should we? Uh, I want to grab Guppy and like get <laughs> out of the way. Are you just running back to the caravan? Um. How far off are we? We're like 200 feet away. Yeah, you're like 150 feet away. Mm, I don't think I'm running like back to the caravan. I just, I feel like maybe we're like standing in the path of this thing. Or I want to find cover. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are there rocks that we can hide against that aren't being occupied by cake dog? Yeah, you guys are, you are at this, uh, intersection of rocks essentially um so yeah there's a there are like walls of rocks surrounding you mm-hmm. um okay as, uh, this, as these hoofbeats become closer and you can start to feel the ground become begin to rumble as sounds like almost a herd of whatever this is that's oh. coming this way all right so like i, I want to be like okay uh we we should we should hide against this rock and i want to cast pass without trace on us cool uh play test by the way 
Nat cool. 20. Nat 20? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's 30. Plus it's your... <laughs> plus your fucking... Uh, 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 you said we're 120 feet away? 150 feet away from the caravan. As I say, message is, is 120. Um, nice. I just, I just yell at them like, hey, there's a herd of something coming. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they don't have enough time to hide all the gear, but if it's like a stampede, we don't want our stuff getting crushed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, they hear you and, uh, and Carson like looks up in surprise and starts like pulling the uh, donkeys over to the sides of the wall. Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, so I I grabbed Guppy because I don't like we have Guppy, Cal, and Terrison with us. I don't mm-hmm. they haven't really been in a lot of the thick of it. So I probably um, also kind of just like throw Terrison against the rocks. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My spell is like twenty five when you pass without grace. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my, my total for yeah. stealth is thirty three. <laughs> Harrison got uh, 26. Guppy got a 30. Nice. Oof. Uh, Flood's got a 15, I think. <laughs> 16. 16? Cool. Yeah. Um. Cool. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, these, uh, Carson starts to try to, like, yeah, you guys are able to just, like, quietly, like... <laughs> You hear like Terry hears the hoof beats and goes, and then like everyone just like turns this like translucent uh, becomes translucent. Nice. Um, and uh, like as this is happening, I also want to cast um. Oh, you also crazy to roll wild magic. Yeah, I, I yep. cleared it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got that twenty two twice in a row. Oh fuck! <laughs> and then reset roll. it to one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cast false life. And I did not trigger wild magic, and um, I'm doing it at yeah, and I'm doing it at level two, so I gain. Oh shit! I gain um thirteen health. Nice, thirteen health. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. you, know, you guys uh fling your like you come translucent and quietly and quickly and efficiently duck against the uh, sides of these uh, walls. Um. When you look over to the caravan, you can see that the donkeys are starting to really freak out and are not budging. They're, like, trying to go in the opposite direction that you guys were coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carson's, like, pulling hard, trying to get them to come along, but is they are not moving, no matter how much Oof. Carson is budging. Um, these hoofbeats become louder and louder, uh, and then... You can they they become raucous and overtake your hearing uh, as you see uh, them. T- uh, you see this herd of what look like wild ox turn the corner. These ox with these uh, massive brown horns um, and uh, uh, bare bodies with hair that kind of like go down the side of uh, the the ridge of their backs as a as a as a number, as a troop of like uh, 50 strong uh, ox come reeling around and trampling along the way uh, in the direction of the donkeys. No! No! <laughs> um, as they, as they, as they make their turn, uh, 
the the, the, the cave dogs uh, leap from the tops of this rock that they've been sitting on and land uh, at the tail end of these oxen uh, and start to tear into them as these ox who are surprised by these creatures tearing at their flesh start to stop in their uh, skin to a halt. Some of them come crashing to the ground and others are just bucking uh, wildly as they're starting to get eaten and ripped into. Um, and you can see behind the oxen uh, a, a troop, a, a, another set, another troop of ten cave dogs chasing them Holy on shit. all fours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the rest of the ox make their way and start uh, 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 heading towards Carson and the donkeys, which is why in the middle of their path. Cal, can you? Uh, <laughs> uh, I want gesture like with my arms. What he does when he shapes earth, um, like yes. Uh, um, can can Cal like put up an earth wall? in front of Carson and the others in time. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, no, I, I, it's not, it's not, I can't, I can't make it that far. <laughs> uh, wait, and can I throw a spore cloud out in the path to try and like stop some of them? Maybe not like, like as like a wall. Like, how big is this uh, like area we're in? Uh, you're like in this. You're essentially like in this kind of like a uh, pseudo trench, uh, which is about uh, uh, fifty feet wide. Okay, that won't really help out much. Um, hmm. Yeah, because it only has a ten foot radius. I don't think that would do much. Never mind. Is a dash like how much movement could I cover with a dash? Uh, what's your normal speed? It's doubling your speed. Thirty-five. Thirty-five. So it'd be seventy. Yeah. Seventy feet. Yeah. God damn it! And these guys, you can tell, are moving faster than you can run, mm-hmm. unless you tried to beat like an athletics check against them. Mm-hmm. Mm. I guess that could work. There are the caravans. Can I cast sleep on the herd? (laughs) Uh, Does does sleep have a range? Uh, uh, Range of 90 feet. So I'd have to run up to get within range and then. Uh, creatures within a 20 foot point I choose within range are affected a range of 90 uh, feet with an area of 20 feet yeah uh, so that would affect like uh, about half of these creatures That's half is great half is great um, yeah so it's the same kind of like process with the eel where she's like panicking and she's like oh god they're just bunch of creatures like I don't want to hurt them but also like they're gonna cause a huge mess so I just wish everybody would just like stop for a second and um like the panic just sends out this um enchantment effect like it's roll I'm gonna cast it at oh I only have first level spells never mind so I can affect 
5d8 hit points. Try it. I can affect a point. 13 hit points. <laughs> Is that any of them? Uh, first roll wild magic. Yes, of course. That's an 11. Yep. Alright, wild magic. Now at 3. Um, you. Uh, what is it, so, what is it, okay, when you cast sleep? Um, so, previously it was like a touch spell, and then there was like this kind of uh, shockwave effect. Um, so, she puts her hand out, and it's kind of like white kind of wave um, that radiates out from her that kind of enshrouds the stampeding creature. Mm hmm. Um,. It's almost like a hypnotic wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, is your spell DC below 15? I think it is. Yeah, okay. I was trying to give you that. Um, Sorry. Yeah, you uh, extend your hands, and you, you're, it's hard to like keep your footing from all of these hoofbeats. Uh, these are massive creatures. Um, and you are doing this at the nick of time. Uh, and you extend your hand in a... a, a, a a less than wanted size of a, of, of a like shockwave emits from your hands as they as it envelops half of this herd, um, and they do not even stumble. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I want to use my dash uh, and get like as close as I possibly can to the caravan. Um, and then I want to call forth my spirit totem, which I can send out uh, 60 feet to whoever I can see. And it has an aura that extends to 30 feet around it. So it will get the caravan. Um, and I want to call on the bear spirit and everybody in that uh, aura gets... Everybody in that aura gets uh, seven temp HP and advantage on strength checks and saving throws. Okay, that's cool. So I think the flavoring it is that Cherubi's just panicking. He's just like, oh god, he's just like trying to just run and like, I don't know, maybe shout off the uh, the oxen or something mm-hmm. <laughs> and just something just springs forth. And the way that we flavored this, <laughs> you might, if you don't mind me. Oh, no, please do. Tammy, you run forward, and you are in this dire situation and dire straits. Uh, this, anim- this situation of beast versus of man versus animal, and you pull upon your, your well of knowledge, and you just think to yourself, what would Humphrey do? <laughs> <laughs> Strength of the bear. Strength of the bear. To embolden yourself, you. Oh, to God. embolden yourself, this image supplants itself in your mind, uh, taking up a lot of mental space. Of, <laughs> of Humphrey crouched and ready in the outfit that he made of the cave dogs from the skinned <laughs> from the skinned uh, 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 carcass of a cave bear. You imagine your bear mentor 
crouched, ready, ferocious, and with a booming voice, you scream. Uh, what do you want to? What do you want to scream out or just yell out? Uh, God, out. I don't know. I think you just be like, go. <laughs> you shout, go, and you feel this power of Humphrey and his bear outfit well up inside of you and then express <laughs> out of your mouth as you feel this uh, I don't want to say I'm trying so hard not to say that you feel this shout emit from your body um, and supplant itself uh, or and, and, and um, it, uh, this shouty ring out from your mouth uh, shaking uh, adding even more to the shaking ground uh, causing uh, this loud shout to uh, envelop the caravan causing rocks to fall from the nearby uh, boulders and rock spires. Oh my god. See them, see uh, Carson become emboldened and start to uh, pull the uh, donkeys over to the side of the wall with advantage. Um, yeah, because um, uh, we have Cast and Tarragon as well. Can we, uh, I was going to ask if Tarragon can help Carson with the donkeys or does he... He can handle the whole thing himself. Uh, yeah, they already have advantage on strength. So I'm going to say, uh, what's your strength? What's uh, their strength? Yeah, one has a plus two to strength. Plus two. I was considering it ha- animal handling, right? Uh, well, well, they tr- you can try animal handling if you want, but uh, Carson's like given up with like trying to ha- uh, handle these animals <laughs> um, and has uh, that strength bonus. So with that advantage, Tara, uh, Carson is just trying to pull these donkeys along by pure uh, force. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll let him do that. Nice. Alright. I'm going to say that uh, Carson gets a plus four to this from Cass and Tarragon helping because he already has uh, advantage on this. Mm-hmm. Negative one, nat one. Uh, Thank you for advantage. Fourteen. So that's eighteen uh, plus Carson's strength. Uh, I'm not going to say what that is. <laughs> um, against the donkey strength, which we're trying to... And they have an advantage. Cause no, they don't. Them. It's creature of choice. So the donkeys can... They don't, they don't have an advantage. Okay. <laughs> I will not in- embolden the donkeys. <laughs> they do I not do not want health. the donkeys to be stronger. They're oh. scared. <laughs> 23. Um, God! Uh, they feel themselves emboldened and start to, uh, like, with bustling muscles of Humphrey, they start to uh, push them and, like, I imagine, like, Cass and Tarragon are, like, pushing the donkeys from behind as Carson is pulling with, and they're using all of their might, but they are not budging. The oxen come within 50 feet of the caravan, heading straight on. uh, uh, About 40 of them that weren't taken out by the cave dogs. And then the ground somehow shakes even harder. And you see more rocks falling from one of these rock spires. And it starts to shudder and break apart. Uh oh. As you see a form appear in it, a giant arm breaks from one of these rock, from this rock spire, and just falls into this trench with a giant hand crashing onto the ground between the caravan and the oxen. 
and the oxen come to a screeching halt and then take off in the other direction. The cave dogs from behind you look up for a second in pure panic, and then they, they too turn and run with these uh, wild ox limping away. This rock spire breaks apart even further, forming more and more of a, a humanoid form. Not just a construct like you've seen before, but fully humanoid. Tan, rocky, hard leather skin. And then you see a head pick up. And upon its face, or where you'd suspect a face to be, you see a thin stone mask covering its face. As it looks around, it starts to take in its environment. Mergold inhales and is just... Yogiya. I'll be right back. I have to use the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck me. Cool. Oh my god. <laughs> See you guys in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Save your recordings. Hell yeah. And now you know what a nat one does. Nat one make giant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys ready to clap? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, one, three, two. Nice. Nice. So. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says. Um, <laughs> oh, it's French. <laughs> we have to kill it. We gotta kill it now. What's the dick? That's what it says. What do you do next? Uh, no. Um, right, so. I <laughs> use all my abilities. <laughs> yeah, so let's just explode. <laughs> 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 a mushroom cloud, if you will. <laughs> so, um, yeah, a, a, a herd of ox are about to attack. We're about to run over the donkeys and half of the caravan party. Uh, but the rock spire standing next, uh, uh, standing next to them, start starting to break apart, and they 
giant hand came out and came crashing down in front um, between the ox and the donkeys and caravan party. The ox came to a screeching halt and ran off uh, along the sides of this trench. Uh, and the cave dogs behind you ran off and the ox, the, the damaged ox, start to limp away as the gra- as this spire shudders more and parts of it start to break off. And then this large, giant, humanoid creature stands up from the wreckage of this rock, has leathery skin dusted by the uh, rock dirt that encased it. It, stand- it starts to stand up, uh, pushing itself up with its hands and stands 30 feet above you. It wears a crude stone mask on its face. It has it is stocky and squat, uh, if you can call 30 feet squat. It has uh, short legs in, uh, in proportion to the rest of its body. Um, and it barely resembles a dwarf or halfling or small human, what have you. Uh, the rocks start to shudder away from its body as it begins to look around and take in this, its environment, groaning and grunting. Self. <laughs> uh, <coughs> that's a 28. 28? That's mm-hmm. pretty good. What is Tammy doing? Stealth. <laughs> oh, do we need to do a new stealth check? Yeah. St- still got um <laughs> that plus ten, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, good. <laughs> um, I got a thirty-one. Nice. What did you say, Miracle? Twenty-three. <laughs> Nat twenty for twelve for Terrison. <laughs> just four. He just like. He's just like, like Montadas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got Mask of the Wild too. <clears throat> oh yeah. So if you have Mask of the Wild, it means it. That's only stuff that's falling in front of you, though. If you're like hiding behind something, though, not hiding in front of something. It's, you use the environment, so you can like fade into mist. If it's in front of you, though, you can't like stand in front of a tree and be like, "I'm hiding." <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, I mean, okay. Let me look at Mask of the Wild. An attempt to hide when lightly obscured by foliage, heavy rain, falling snow, mist, and other natural phenomena. Lightly obscured, not standing in front of. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's also a rock, and not any of. This. Um, <laughs> I, w- I would, if you're like hiding behind a rock, I'd count that uh-huh. natural <clears throat> phenomena. Uh-huh. Rocks are natural, or are they? Cow smile. Cool. What are what are Terragon and Cass doing? Yeah, t- got Tarragon, Cass, and Carson. Um, uh, can you set the scene for the three of them? Because like they're all trying to pull the donkeys aside, and now are they kind of scattered, or like is the are the is, donkeys? Is the hand feet? like obscuring us, like from them? No. Okay. Uh, the hand has moved. Um, it is just standing up and like looming, hunched over. Um, yeah, the giant. Uh, yeah, this creature 
is I don't know what it is. Uh, this creature is yeah. It's taken. A, it's like looked around. It's seen. It's seen this half of the caravan and the donkeys, and is just standing hunched over above them as rock continue like is still like falling away from its form as it looks down on this caravan, breathing heavily. Um, and they're probably yeah. The, the donkeys are just like. What are the donkeys doing? Oh my god. Uh, the donkeys are scared stiff. They're just standing there. <laughs> um, and I imagine like Tarragon, Cass, and uh, Carson are just like in the middle of like pushing these donkeys along, but like stuck, like stopped in place of doing that as they stare at this thing. Yeah. <sighs> this is terrifying. Um, but it's not, like, immediately hostile. They're just, like, looking down at us. In the few seconds that have uh, transpired, it is not visibly, like, attacking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Tarragon is pretty scared. <laughs> um, like, they were there for the construct taking Hightower... But that was like far off in the distance, not like right in front of them. And um, oh my gosh, um, I think they're just like kind of uh, frozen. They're gonna have their mace out, just mm-hmm. kind of steadily watching this beast. And if it strikes at us i'm ready in action to cast my spirit guardians to protect uh Cass and carson and the caravan mm-hmm. i think Cass so, is yeah. ready to his weapon and is just standing and well, so he so he's like taking out his he's like unsheathed his great sword and holding it in front of him yeah just just waiting to see if he needs to do anything <laughs> um prepared yeah, I think yeah. Carson is standing stock still, trying not to make any sudden movements. He has like a big grimace, like toothy grimace on his face. <laughs> he just like stares at this thing in object horror. Can I make an insight check on it? Uh, who? Uh, Terragon. Uh, what are you looking for? Um, if I need to run, if if we should run or not? Okay. Yeah. Um, roll disadvantage because it's wearing a mask. Yes. I was also going to ask if I had disadvantage because I'm scared. Um, <clears throat> that too. There's a lot of things going on. Ooh, six. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll say that I'll say that there's I don't know. You can tell me if this is wrong or not, but I think there's a base instinct in Tarragon that's just saying run, <laughs> hide. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think they're gonna, like, glance to Carson and just like, all right, this doesn't look good. Do you think you can get the donkey train to cover quickly? (laughs) uh, Carson's, like, speaking quietly out of the corner of his mouth, but loud enough for Paragon to hear him. I... I don't have a good... I don't think that's likely after last time. 
podcast. <laughs> it doesn't look good. No, it does not. <laughs> Just hold your ground and hope this thing isn't aggressive. Yeah, so uh, Cass says, hold your ground. Um, and this creature starts to straighten itself and uh, rush off uh, the dust and lingering rocks that have, like, that have clung to its skin. Uh, its body is featureless. It is naked and it has no features at all. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you can hear it huff again and then it like starts like rolling its shoulders and like rolling its head around and you can hear these thick almost tree trunk snapping sounds coming from it and every every pop of release it just goes (laughs) me too buddy (laughs) it looks down and then it starts seemingly talking to you. Oh, thank God. <laughs> and it, uh, it, like, motions, it motions with a big hand that causes a wave of air just to, like, to, uh, blow across you as it motions to the, to the donkeys. <laughs> and then it motions to Paragon and Carson. <laughs> And it looks at Cass and it tilts his head to the side. As it, as it greets him uh, or addresses him. Um, can Marigold cast comprehend languages on herself? Can they hear this? Yes, you guys can hear this. But <laughs> Marigold was Marigold and cast tongues. You have tongues, yeah. Nice. Uh, at what point did you, at what point do you think Sludge does this? Uh I figure like as soon as it's like maybe like halfway through it's talking, just like wait. <laughs> <laughs> Marigold would cast comprehend languages immediately because she knows that these things can talk. Alright. Right? Uh, yep. Uh, uh, roll two. Roll two. Well, magics. I got a natural 20. Okay. Nice. You reset it to one. Mm-hmm. So Okay. Nice. Two. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Marigold, you probably, yeah, you see, I, I'd recommend, I'd, yeah, you, you probably start, you cast this immediately. <laughs> uh, so that's what everyone else hears. Uh, Marigold, you hear for a long time now. Oh, still here. I remember not coming for us or still waiting. Oh, Aladrin. Oh, and stock. Oh, livestock. Oh, very good. You, you do me proud and uh, not a legend. Tell me, are you a legend? Holy shit. <laughs> Can I do a... <laughs> 
<laughs> Can I do a intelligence or history check? Or would Marigold know what it means by Eladrin? Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, do a history check. Okay. Oh, uh, hell yeah. Dirty 20. Dirty nice. 20? You have yes. no idea what he's saying. <laughs> really? Yes. You search your mind. Really? And oh. you have not heard this word before. Ever. It's a it's a twenty one actually, but uh, I don't think that makes a difference. Okay. Um, uh, so, mm, and they're addressing Carson specifically. Uh, they're addressing Carson and Tarragon uh, when they said Aladrin, but when they were addressing. But when they saw Cass, they were asking if he was a Ladrin. <laughs> um, when addressing Tarragon and Carson, it called them a Ladrin, but it didn't call Cass a Ladrin. Can Marigold into it that it means elf? <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. Okay. I think you can. I think you can see that uh, <laughs> distinction. Um, can I creep up to get within message range, 120 feet, or is the giant in the way? Uh, you can. Yeah, you can definitely creep up in there. Uh, you'll have to roll another stealth, and how far? I think, and you'd be out of range of pass without a trace if Terami doesn't come with you. Ooh, ooh, choices. Does it have a range? Does it? It doesn't say so as far as I can recall. I think you can just cast it and it just lasts until it breaks, like it wears off or like as long as people are within range when it's cast. Each creature you choose within 30 feet. Okay. You said we're 150 feet away, so Marigold would be like right on the edge. Yeah, you would need to be ten feet closer for Marigold to be able to be at the edge of this. I'm fine with not being undercover. Okay. You're fine? Okay. Yeah. Or maybe Mary maybe I'll get a good stealth check. <laughs> um, okay. Um, like she's like hiding behind the rock with Guppy and the others. Okay. I'm going to get a good try talking to it. This is this has happened before, kind of, in a way. It doesn't... Just go, just go, just okay. go. <laughs> I'm, gonna go. I'm gonna go. Ooh, 17. Ooh. 17. Ooh. Well, yeah, you, uh, uh, you, you creep along the side of the, the rocks. Um, it doesn't take its uh, attention away from uh, this other half of the caravan. I'm gonna message Cass and say... <sighs> Okay, it's it it's not hostile to you. It seems amused, maybe. It it, it it's remarking on Carson and Tarragon being elves, and it just asked you if you were an elf. <laughs> I guess you can respond to it. I can try translating from back here. Marigold like weighs whether she should risk charging the air with more magic to respond to that. (laughs) 
god. She's gonna wait and see if Cass responds to the giant. I'm gonna Cass is gonna put his sword away cautiously. <laughs> um Cass, what are you doing? And <laughs> it wants to know if I'm an elf. What? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, n- no, I am not an elf. What are you saying? Oh, gosh, freaking. It doesn't <laughs> Where did you. Is. Uh, are you. Are you Tiffany Younger? Are you Tiffany Younger? I'm gonna run up. I'm just gonna run up and do what I did with Ogie. <laughs> like, I have my hands out in front of me, indicating I'm not a threat. <laughs> I'm a small one, yeah. And he's, um, he's a human, not a Tiflium. You know humans? No. No? They're weird. (laughs) This one's fine. Are you human? Me? No. Um, Are you Tiflium? Um, I don't think so. No. <laughs> um, what? Uh, what are you? Were you sleeping in there? No, we're not sleeping. We were reforming. I I woke me up though, innocent. Uh huh. Is that okay? I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> it like it brings up its hand and scratches its shin, and then it takes a finger and starts scratching the top of its head. No, no message from higher So we begin. And it looks at the donkeys. We begin to hurt. Pick the donkeys. We will make a pasture not far off of Reformation Garden. Hey, um, 
Hold, hold up. Uh, I, why do you need the donkeys? There's a bunch of wild ox that are much more virile and, and powerful. You don't want these tiny donkeys. It's a start. Magnificent it will become. Or the higher Arumba. As this is happening, Carson's like uh, uh, talks over to Cass and, and uh, Tarragon. Do you think we should start sneaking away? Oh, I I thought that very long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that immediately. Actually, <laughs> I thought that before this even happened. <laughs> it was talking at us. What if it thinks we're trying? What if it, I don't think we should move? It wants the donkeys. I th- it wants the donkeys. I think, and I don't like that. And I think we can sleep away from this thing now. Oh, his attention is drawn. Oh. I think Carson's right. Cass? It's two to one. Let's try it. Cass is rolling, or Carson is rolling with disadvantage because it's donkeys. Um, but if we're all working together, <laughs> can we cancel that out? Like a help, help action? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Carson got a nine. Uh, you guys have to roll stealth too. Okay. Oh, you- I, got, I got a nine too. <laughs> To net twenty. Ninja, you start to like shaking and quivering. At least Carson does. Starts to like pull these donkeys away, and they start making uh, the uh, reins on them start to clank. But uh, this uh, creature does not look away from Marigold. What does your higher Olympo want? <laughs> Um, maybe we could find something better than these donkeys for you. <laughs> A talking back to their master. <laughs> okay. I might have been gone a long time, but I still stand above you all, and you will commit every command and order I give. Um, yeah, I'm about to go crazy, go stupid. I'm sorry, guys. Everyone hears that, and she says, Okay, you got something wrong. I'm not a slave. I'm a halfling. <laughs> and I cast Eldritch Blast at it. Oh. Cool. I'm sorry, she would. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't roll it in chat. <sighs> uh oh. Uh, you hit it. <laughs> uh, roll damage. Uh, yes, and I get to add my genie damage mm-hmm. uh, to my proficiency bonus. And to cut up, I want to know. Oh God, I want to know what happens when like Teflium magic injures <laughs> this thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that'll be one d ten plus three. Bra, bra, bra. Uh, that's 9, 10, 11, 12. Uh, 12? Yes. Uh, nice. Uh, it's not 12, actually. Mm. Um, you've cast out glass before, right? Yes. What does it usually look like? Uh, it looks like a laser-like force that emanates from her crystal. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, the whole time that you were talking to this thing, your crystal started to glow and rise in the air above your chest. Um, and you cast Eldritch Blast through, through this. Uh, is just like a kind of thing. Uh, this time you hear noise as this energy is, this mass amount of energy is formed and then shot from this uh, red pink crystal, mm. red hot uh, pink crystal. Um, as it blasts this thing, this creature, right in its mask, um, dealing 24 points of damage. <gasps> yeah, Reva! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so th- this beam, this like purple beam uh, full of warlock energy blasts this in the face. Um, the magic, uh, <clears throat> you can hear like a small, like you can hear like a cracking sound as it hits against its mask. Um, and it backs away, but uh, as you see, these burn marks form across the stone. Uh, but as far as you can tell, uh, it had no special effect of ma- like the magic had no special effect. It didn't melt the stone or anything in a particular way. Uh, Reva was just mad. Pro. <laughs> 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 So this all happens. (laughs) Uh, Roll initiative, everyone. Let's go to monster attack. Uh, Uh, Tarragon, you piece of shit. (laughs) They got a four. Six. Oh, um. Sludge got. 15 and Cass got 14. Nice. What's Cass's dex? Two. Uh, I think Marigold is three, so I also got a 14. Okay. So she should go before Cass. <sighs> hey, this can't be worse than a moon mimic, right? <laughs> we got this. <laughs> <laughs> Guppy Nat 20. Oh, <laughs> oh god, legend. Guppy Giant Slayer. Guppy, the last thing you never see. Oh my god, I can't wait to see Cass in combat. Yeah. He doesn't hold back. Oh. Is that everyone? Um, uh, yeah, that's eight people. Cal? Cal or Cal? Oh yeah, they're all wrong. He doesn't count. initiative order. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, Cal. He dies again. <laughs> uh, Guppy's turn first. Uh, King. Marigold just fucking blasted this thing right in its face. Um, uh, Gumpy. Gumpy? <laughs> uh, Guppy from the shadows uh, pulls out a short bow from his pack and a quiver of arrows that sits uh, uh, on his on his lower back, uh, strings an arrow, and fires it. Fuck. Um, it, like, it, it comes soaring through the air. Uh, sludge and, and Sludge and Teremy, you can see that Guppy's hands are shaking as he fires his arrow and it misses the mark. And magic counter is at three, yes. Uh, four now, actually. Um, 
uh, as it misses the mark and as it uh, right across, Gaku uh, is essentially aiming for right where its face used to be. Uh, and the creature, the Rumpa, uh, Rumpa, uh, turns its head to Guppy. Um, uh, spotting you, uh, everyone else. Cool. Oh, yeah. so How far away is this thing? 150 feet. Uh, 120 feet. Okay, um, it's noticed us. Cuppy's, like, anxious, so I think I'm going to, like, kneel down and say, like, I, I don't even know, just, like, we'll get through this. <laughs> Guppy nods at you. Solemnly, or not solemnly, uh, Resolutely. Resolutely. <laughs> and I'm going to. Sludge is gonna. Sludge is gonna book it. Sludge is gonna book it towards the fucking thing. Oh, okay. Gonna <laughs> use all Run away. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Sludge's special move. It's fleeing. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to run at it. I don't really have anything I can do. Cool. So you're dashing? Yeah, I'm dashing in its direction. So it's like, I need to get closer. What's your speed? 35. 35? Okay, yeah, so you're like 70 feet closer to it. 120 minus 75, or 70 is something. 50. 50. Yeah. Um, let's put me at 90 feet. 90 feet? Okay. Uh, cool. Uh, Miracle, your turn again. Okay. She's pissed, and she knows Reva's pissed. We're gonna do Eldritch Blast again. Ah, uh, that's a much better roll. That's like a twenty-three to hit. It's nice. Uh, that's eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Yes. Uh, yeah, you do eight points of damage. And as my rogue hunting action, I would like to disengage and get some distance from it. Um, I'm going to run in the opposite direction from the donkey train. <laughs> Try and split us up. She says, because um, oh, she wants to contextualize what she's doing this <laughs> as she's running. She says to Cass, hey, it thinks we're puny little slaves. <laughs> and I didn't take nicely to that. Uh, runs. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, cool. Uh, Cass's turn. Get him. I'm not sure. I think he's kind of confused now. Um, uh-huh. And, like, it's it's friendly, and then, like, why would she attack such a big thing? <laughs> don't make me quite... Don't make me give you an answer. Um, <laughs> that's, that's why she said... It's just... It, conf- it's, just slaves. it's just... Con- there's a lot of questions that he's gonna have to ask later. <laughs> sure. Um, he still can't process why I'm talking, or how I'm talking to it. <laughs> yeah. I... Th- how is the donkey train hidden still? I don't like, I want to try and get that thing as far away as possible. Um, yeah, it's, it hasn't looked at, it hasn't looked back at you guys since it looked away. Okay. Then I want to keep trying to move it away from him. Would Cass be trying to, I'm not trying to metagame here, but, uh, or tell you what to do, but would Cass be trying yeah, to right. protect? Okay. Um, um, I'm just thinking like, this is a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the expedition party thing. Well, it hasn't shown any signs of Yugen or magical powers yet. 
Except for merging from a rock, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Then I think House would just say to Carson, like, keep moving the donkeys along. Terragon and I will help them out. What? <laughs> <laughs> you heard her. Yes, I said, yes, we will. Okay, we'll work together. I, and how close to it, it is it to Cass? Uh, 35 feet. 35 feet. Um, then I'm going to uh, grab Terragon's shoulder and uh, I'm going to grasp it, firmly grasp it, <laughs> and say, like, You've got this. And I'm going to use Rally on them for and uh, give them 16 plus 10 hit points. Oh, thank you. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, so that's 16. Also, how much, how much health do they gain from their totem? Oh, uh, they each got seven. Sorry, sorry. I totally fudged that, actually. Um, <laughs> I rolled with a d20, not a d10. That's still pretty decent. It's a eight. Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, so, they Paragon's at sixty-three points. Nice. And Marigold has like uh, what's forty-seven? Uh, Fifty-four. I want to try and like run at it, but like at an angle where it, it may not notice me. So I'm gonna try and sneak over to it. Right. Um, you can also take the dodge action, which means if it tries to attack you, like it would impose disadvantage because. If you're running up close to it, I, I don't know if it's going to try and snack at you, but, uh... Um... Yeah, yeah, um... Got, yeah, a uh, dodge action. Then I, I want to just get close to it without really gaining its attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, okay, so uh, if you want to hide, you have to use the hide action. Um, if you want to dodge, you have to use the dodge action. Okay, um... I guess I'll just dodge and tr- I'll just dodge and try to get closer. All right, uh, room bus turn. So you're running away, Marigold. Yeah. Cool. And your speed is twenty five feet. Yep. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you sound so pleasant, Dakota. It's awful. Oh, that's nice. Thanks. Yeah. It, it quickly catches up to you as it runs after you. Uh. Mm, no, it doesn't actually. Uh, it reaches behind it itself, uh, picks up one of the larger pieces of rock that wow. uh, broke apart during its uh, entrance, and it uh, hurls it at you, Marigold. Uh, so make a uh, AC check. Um, uh, so that is uh, 22 to hit. No, I don't beat it. <laughs> um, nope. Can I? Yeah, that's not going to help. And anyway, never mind. That's right. I have a reaction that can help have damage if it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, which it might be. (laughs) It hurls this marigold-sized rock, uh, cow-sized rock, at marigold. Um, It's cow. It's cow. (laughs) He got up there. He sneaked up there. (laughs) Um, Which comes rolling by uh, and clips you marigold uh, on on your side uh, causing you to take 13 points of damage cool Cal's <laughs> <laughs> turn Cal's ah! gonna start running forward 
25 feet of range. <laughs> uh, and that's just a, a cantrip. He's going to cast it at a higher level. Um, going to cast it at... Oh, once you've reached 5th level. Okay, never mind. <laughs> he's not level 5 yet? He's level 5? Oh, nerd. Oh no! Oh wait, no, you're right. Yeah, it is level five. Sorry, um, <laughs> I was I was reading that as level five. Uh, uh, oh, spells, spells. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like, oh my god, cows! What am I fucking level five? <laughs> <laughs> Baby. Um. No, but he's gonna cast scorching ray. Yay! Um, uh, first, he has to roll. He beat that spell. Ooh, wild magic is now a five. Um. He's gonna cast at third level. Yeah, uh, Cal, Cal comes, uh, Cal comes running forward, uh, probably meeting up where, uh, how far away were you from the, did you get from the giant Marigold? Only 25 feet. Only 25 feet? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, Cal runs 20 feet forward, uh, puts both of his hands in front of him, does a wheeling motion inwards and outwards, these balls of flame to start to form in both of his hands arms stretched out as these this ray of flame shoots out from his hands uh, until the balls are extinguished, hitting the giant again in the face. 19 points of damage. Damn, dude. Fire damage. Um, Holy shit, go cow! <laughs> <laughs> Not even level 5, damn. The Rump was actually just a. This is a big Tim Allen. This is the big Tim Allen. <laughs> now he has to go. That's why we have to kill it. Yeah. Carson's <laughs> turn. Uh, he's going to keep moving these babies away. Uh, but he's. Uh oh. Um, the donkeys are still like. Uh, no, I think he can cope. The donkeys are ready to, ri- to run. So they move 35 feet forward away. <laughs> uh. Carson, Terry's turn. God, okay. Uh, everyone's fucking attacking it. Uh, I'm going to try and shoot it in the eye. Ugh, let's see. Can it be the 15? Sorry, 16? No, it can't. You multi attack, though. I do. Okay. Oh, it hurts. Yes. Oh, nat 20, baby. <laughs> All right. Oh, shit, um, you get it in the eyes. <laughs> cool. Uh, damage twice? Yes, that too. All right. Five. Uh, it's roll twice, add modifier once, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 15. Um... And I'm going to send my fucking birds into its eye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you take out your bow, string it, uh, loose an arrow, and it, uh, like a golfer, getting a, a hole-in-one. Uh, <laughs> you don't know what golf is. Um, you fire an arrow that just uh, perfectly lines up, going through the middle of the eye hole on its mask, and you can hear it. <laughs> It grumbles in pain and holds a big arm hand up to the arrow. Uh, like tries to pluck it, but every time it nudges it, it just makes another. Good <laughs> fucker. Um, this thing's disadvantaged now. Yes. 
Uh, Bird's turn. You're going to make him get the eye? Yes. <laughs> Just go in there. Actually, I want them to get the other eye. The other eye? Oats and uh, your hummingbird uh, fly off in unison. Uh, and the birds that we're collecting around the rocks all form into this one mass, this uh, flock of birds as they go, as, as they all go screeching in. Uh, as they're about to make their swoop and attack into its other eye, the 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 rumpa uh, looks up, spots them, and tries to you know, have a big meaty hand, leathery meaty hand, tries to swipe at them, but they all. Uh, flutter away um, in and avoid his attack. Thank God. <laughs> they got a nat one. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Paragon's uh, turn. Cool. Um, so Cass just kind of gave them a bit of a pep talk and um, uh, Cass ran up. Um, Tarragon's gonna join Cass, like, uh, run up and kind of, uh, be at his side. Um, uh, I'm trying to decide if it was good to do. Do I have the range for this? Um, but yeah, I'm gonna run up and be by Cass's side to help him, and I'm going to focus on my holy symbol... And I want to try casting Hold Person on the Arompa. Nice. Uh, uh, that affects humanoids. It's a humanoid. Uh, it's humanoid. Does it, it, um, does, does it, is there no distinction of, cla- of uh, size class? It says choose a humanoid that you can see within range. Could you cast it on Plus a higher that. level to get a bigger humanoid? I mean, no, if it... it, it um, <laughs> I mean, higher it, levels are for more people. Yeah, I was gonna say that if it doesn't specify, like, if it just says humanoid and not like medium humanoid, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yeah, going by those rules, yeah, you can do that. Nice. Ah, now this is what I call a DMD cringe moment. DM doesn't even know giants aren't humanoids. Has he even read the monster manual? Who is this clown? Yeah, I mean, it still needs to make a save, mm-hmm. uh, which it might. Uh, it might. Um, they need to do a wisdom save against 14. Uh-oh. <laughs> Not very wise, huh? Well... <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, so what happens to it? <laughs> um, so Targon, like, they kind of fold their hands um, over their uh, holy symbol and concentrate hard on just, like, planting their feet. And I think the flavoring of it is, like, as they are standing still, the magical influence will also immobilize their enemy. Um, this is all about you can't move, you cannot hurt anyone that is against what I want to happen. <laughs> um, so it's almost like they, um, their movement is a reflection of theirs. Nice. Um, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you get uh, a, uh, um, almost as if like caught in a, a, a scream of sunlight, or dare I say moonlight, you see these uh, speckles of, like, of floating dust uh, from its 
entrance that are still like floating in the air from its entrance uh, light up or look as if they've been cast in this light uh, like speckles of dust and sunlight and it as it's like as it's like as it's arching its, its hand around to smack the birds it uh, as it starts to retrieve its hand it stops mid motion and just uh, grumbles in anger as it tries to fight this. Um, yeah, so at the end of each of its turns, it can make that wisdom save again. Uh, does it make a wisdom save if it's hurt? No. Oh, okay. Nope. <laughs> it makes, it makes the save at the end of each of its turns. Nice. Sucks. Uh, <laughs> Guppy's turn. Uh, Guppy's gonna fire another arrow at this thing. Good for him. Um, it's, is it, so what's the, what's the effect on it? It is paralyzed, so uh-huh. what rules is written, that means uh, can't uh, move can't or speak. speak. It automatically fails. fails like the dex yeah. check. Tackle against, against it have advantage. <laughs> and any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if you oh attack within five feet. Within five feet. <gasps> nice. Yeah, is not, no, oh, you guys are going to waste this. this. sucks. Hell yeah. Uh, like Sorry. Clerics are good. are good. And Clerics um, are very cool. <laughs> They're very useful. Uh, okay, uh, this thing rolled the match twenty against uh, uh, Guppy's attack. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, this uh, and Guppy rolled an advantage. Think uh, in that twenty. Uh, the the size of this thing is still casting fear into Guppy's heart. He's still shaking and loses another arrow that uh, flies uh, off the mark past it. Um, it's still an arrow in his eye, though. Uh, Guppy's fine where he is. Uh, slide shooter. <laughs> I'm going to run up 35 feet and run my full. Um... I'm going to be with like 55 uh, yeah 55 45 just kind of stand there and focus for a moment mm. just like right, I've, been, I've been fucking around with my magic for a bit um, practicing with it and whatnot. I'm going to be going to stand there and focus and just think to myself like I just wish the thing would go away and it's got to make a charisma saving check and with disadvantage Oh my god, do you have Banish? Hello? Is this Banish? And it's <laughs> gotta be up against the 13. Dude. Against the 13? Uh, uh, what, does it, what does it look like when you or what does it look like when you start to cast this? Um, I think she's just kind of focusing and then like just looks at it and it's just staring daggers at it, yeah, and just kind of just, like, I think she's gonna, like, put her hand out in front of her eye and, like, squish it with her finger. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh. Uh, you feel, yeah, you, you do this and you feel this, you feel this mental connection form with this thing as you draw its ire and you can feel its eyes over you, and you, it's this battle of will between you two, uh, and you focus on it hard, and you can start to feel it vanish, but then its resolve overcomes you, and it stays exactly where it is. 
Oh, um, you rolled wild magic. No. Well, yeah, we need to. Do, yeah, wild magic. Uh, which is fine because sorcerers cast their stuff before they do wild magic. So it's against six now. I, I just got a six. Uh, defender wins. Oh, close. God. Yeah. No, Dakota. Not to like throw away this blessing, but if I rolled a one and wild magic counter was at one, I as a sorcerer wouldn't win. Would win. That's fair. You're right. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, you cast wild magic. Mm. Sorry, it was oh. my fault. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's good. Maybe something cool will happen. Yeah, um, and you're a sorcerer, so you still got to try your thing, which, oh my god, do you have banish? Because that's such a wild spell. I do have banish, yes. <laughs> that's, that's what you did to the fucking gnome. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, check this out. <laughs> uh, sludge roll 1d83. Uh. <laughs> 53. 53. 83 for 53. You feel this battle of resolve uh, fail. Your connection with this thing breaks, and uh, banishment is not cast. This spell is not cast on this uh, on this Arumpa. Um And slowly you see uh, with your with your hands outstretched in front of your face, making squishy motions at it, you see your hand and arm and full body start to uh, emit a soft blue light. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm just gonna examine it just like... You're ashamed with blueness. Oh Love man, that, who the fuck would want to be blue? Marigold's turn. She's like, she's got attacked by this rock, and now everybody's like, uh, getting hits in on this giant. She's gonna kind of go screeching to a halt, like holding her shoulder where she got decked. Um, can I like try and ask? Uh, Reva, I know that she can't like communicate with me like explicitly, but can I like grab my crystal and be like, "Do we need to take this thing down?" So you you always feel this like connection form with uh, formed with Reva. She always kind of there absently. Um, it's not very strong, uh, but it is absent like do do on a leaf. Uh, <laughs> But right now, it feels like the gateways to this Yugen are uh, fully open, and in your and in your mind, you can hear a strong and resolute: "We need to kill this. Damn, we need to kill this." Okay. <laughs> I'm going to run at it and I want to draw my rapier and cast booming blade on it. Nice. While I make a strike at it. Um is it flanked yet? Or cast a tergon within five feet of it? Yes. Then I get my sneak attack damage, don't I? 
Does oh. Booming Blade a spell slot? A level one spell? It is a cantrip. Okay. Yes. Well, I'll do that too then. Cool. Okay. Oh, well, the wonderful, wonderful dice I'm about to roll. <laughs> if, I can, if I actually hit it. <laughs> uh, let's find out. Uh, I get to do it with advantage. My rapier is plus six. Shit myself if I guess. The 14 and a 14. God damn. Uh, you're in luck. Uh, it's got a nine. Nice. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, so she's she runs at it. This is like fully like Princess Nausicaa, like, rushing. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, God. Uh, the evil princess, like, after her dad got s- stabbed. Sorry, Nausicaa spoilers. <laughs> she's, like, she's, like, angry, like, one hand is on the hilt and the other one is, like, like braced around the pommel. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of radiating out from her is this thunderous power that I think I think it's her rage. Like this first came out when Lloyd fought <laughs> her, right? Well, of anger, <laughs> um, and she rushes up to plunge her rapier into it. She's not a neat fencer in the way that Cal is. <laughs> kind of a fury. Um, so what Booming Blade does is it wreaths. The enemy in thunderous energy, which if it moves, it'll take 2d8 thunder damage. Um, it doesn't actually get damaged on this strike, just if it is able to move, it's gonna take that. Right. Um, and then my sneak attack damage at this level. Alright, multi-classing. <laughs> Should stop multi-class, it's very confusing. <laughs> uh, that's 3d6 <laughs> um, plus the rapier damage. Is 1d8. Plus genie damage? Plus genie damage, thank you. Okay, so that's two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, seventeen points of damage. Nice damage, nice. Seventeen, seventeen points of damage. Sorry for the math. <laughs> No problem. <laughs> uh, what type of damage do we say that uh, uh, Riva does? Oh, I've been saying force. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. You plunge your uh, as it, as its ire is still drawn by by sludge. You run up to a sneak attack it, um, plunging it. Uh, where are you plunging it? So like ankle oh, how, how? level is like as far you can get up. It. <laughs> I mean, I make far too many jokes about stabbing people in the ankle while I'm not doing it. <laughs> so I think, I think absolutely I go for the ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Now you you like you skewer uh, this thing around where our Achilles tendon would be. Uh, you shove your rapier through, and you can make it make an exit wound on the other side. Uh, <laughs> as, uh, still not able to talk, it's just, it continues to grumble louder and louder in pain. Um, and you retrieve your sword from 
it being clenched inside. Uh, <clears throat> thick black blood starts to ooze from its wound. Um, and you can see see that like bloods, uh, droplets of blood start running down the, the mask where it got hit in the eye. Um, as she like pulls the sword out, I think like some of her hair is kind of flying out of her bun a little bit. <laughs> and she looks to Cass and just like, we need to kill this. <laughs> and I'm gonna take the dodge as my uncanny uh, my my cunning rogue action. Nice. I don't I don't think it'll be able to do anything because it's being held, <laughs> but I still want to be ready. Cass, your turn. Okay, so I am going to attack it with my with my great sword. Um, okay. So first, to roll to see if I hit. Yeah, Cass. with advantage. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, with advantage. Maybe a seven. Yeah, I got a 17. Nice. And that is 2d6 damage right there. But first, I'm going to use trip attack. So I'm going to expand. You guys do critical hits to this. Oh, yeah. Okay, so do I do 2 or 46? I mean, 3 or 46? Yeah, 46. You do double whatever the normal dice damage is. Okay, I still want to use Strip Attack. Um, assuming this doesn't kill it. Um, uh, so it's got to make a strength saving throw, but if it's if I remember right, it fails automatically. Mm-hmm. Yep, strength automatically. So it gets uh, knocked prone. So I'm going to... That is a 10 for my... That's 10 right there. And then uh, 9, so 19... Plus you. 1925. 25. To hit, to hit on that turn right there. And then um I wanna use my bon- I wanna use a bonus action. I wanna f- forego my attack and use a bonus action to direct Tarragon to fight. So Tarragon get can use a reaction to make a weapon attack. Oh, this is a this is a fighter thing. Yeah, this is commander strike. Commander Confer- strike. Interesting. What do you what do you say to Tarragon? I say, get him. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and they get uh, a bonus one damage with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good thing they're good at attacking. <laughs> they have to make a weapon attack. Yeah, um, they have their mace out. Let me, let me, let me do that. Clear a ten. <laughs> uh, that's a, I, that's a critical hit. That's a twenty. Oh my god. <laughs> and it's a double damage. <laughs> oh my Both god. Are pretty critical. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just, do, it, just it looks does. very cool. <laughs> yeah, something's gonna happen. Two criticals in a row. Yeah, something's gonna happen. Oh, um, sorry, I forgot to add the um attack bonus with my um, damage. So since it's 2d6 slashing, is that like plus 5 for every roll or just plus 5 just on the one. The... Just for the one. Oh, so it's 30 damage that cast did. Jesus yeah. From, oh what was the original? 25? Mm-hmm. The original was 25. So it's 5 extra points attack. <laughs> plus the, um... Fuck your giant! Plus... 
Terragon's critical hit. Uh, 19. <laughs> this sucks, dude. No, I'm sorry to <laughs> No, I'm just too half right. I nearly heard it enough. <laughs> oh, God. So this thing was looking pretty cool. It was looking good. Uh, it, it was bleeding black blood from its eye and, like, from its other leg. Uh, but it was doing pretty fine. He was doing fine. Uh, just doing fine. Um, then, cast. Uh, I want to try and, like, cut its fucking leg. <laughs> like, how that the Achilles tendon? I want to sever that if it exists. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, yeah, Cass, you, like, uh, with greatsword in hand, you, uh, in, like, the little room that you have, you rush at it and then pivot with uh, pivot at the last second, spinning around and bringing your full force against this immobilized target right at its ankle. And you can hear a meaty and gushy <laughs> noise as it is embedded three-fourths of the way through the leg. Um, it lets out a, a raucous... <laughs> that rumbles the nearby rocks, uh, causing more rock to fall from them. Uh, Cassie then turned to Tarragon and say, get him! <laughs> and Tarragon, again, with all the might of your 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 powerful arms and hips and saloons might, slightly emboldened by <laughs> Cass, God, you come crashing into it with your heavy uh, iron mace that just does the last bit of it and uh, crashes and you can hear a with bone exposed covered in black blood you swing at it and you can hear and you can hear and see the bone crack and break (laughs) as this thing starts to topple over in a direction. One. That is backwards. It falls backwards into the pile of rock from which it came. (laughs) Poetic. The the hearty uh, screams and grumbles it was producing now become feeble and weak as it is damaged. It is hurt. It is injured. Mm. Uh, Rumpa's turn. Uh, what does it have to be? <clears throat> what wisdom does it have to be? Um, double check. 14. I'll roll, I'll roll for it. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I want to I wanna have some variety here. Uh, I'll, I'll roll for my DC. Uh, you have to beat uh, an 11 this time. Eleven. Yeah. Ten. <laughs> nice. I'm uh, so sorry. Wait, what's the? Uh, no, eleven. Uh, it's it uh, with the excruciating pain it's been through. It grumbles and it breaks the chains that were binding it. Does that is that an action to break that, or is it just? Nope. Okay. It's just at, at the end of its turns that so. Uh, if it's the end of the turn, that means it can't do anything. Oh, no? 
right? Because it's the end of the turn. Oh. Okay. Now this is what I call a the and doesn't even know giants aren't human. Has he even read the monster? He should stop the as this cloud. It's just, it's, that's what it says. Like I, I kind of want it to be able to do something though. <laughs> um, and like I, I was, I was flavoring. Cold person's a really good spell. I was flavoring it as like as long as Terragon was standing still, like mm. they were standing still. Cast maybe Terragon attack. <laughs> maybe the ogre, or maybe they can also get an attack in now. If you got, if you're fine with that, I mean, like. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, go, go for my characters. I'm the one asking for it. Uh, okay, yeah, cool. Um, yeah. Can, I, can I say, like, Paragon, like, smashed the leg, and they're, like, really freaked out. <laughs> blood, yeah. And, like, the concentration kind of wavers. Like, they can't really maintain hold person because they're like, oh, God, I just, oh, God, I'm a healer. Oh, no. no. Another Shinji moment. Moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doctor, but <laughs> Cass is like, yes, kill. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. This uh, is what it's all about. Foot <laughs> flapping in the wind. falling oh, down on its back. Uh, what does moving blade do? If it moves, if it moves, it'll take two d eight, like out of like to a different spot on the map. Okay, yeah, it's not going to do that. Um, it just <clears throat> it like still charged with that thunderous energy. Uh, um, it starts. It sits up. Uh, it starts to stand up. Um, it stands up on its injured foot that still has a bone uh, on its left leg. It stands up using the nearby spires to hold itself up, and it turns around and starts to, uh, as fast as it can, limp its way away from you guys. Howard. <laughs> uh, what does Boomy damage do? 2d8. Thunder. Uh, it does 8 and 6, so 14. 13 damage, cool. Um, yeah, it gets up and starts to walk away. Uh, it's fucked up, dude. Uh, um, what's your spell DC? Uh, my 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 rogue DC or my warlock DC? What'd you cast booming blade with? Um, uh, 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 rogue. So thirteen. Thirteen sucks. Um, okay. Um, if this guy's fucked up, I figured I'd have to make a con check to make him fall over and off from this. <laughs> it does. Uh, it it gets up. Uh, with its big hands and it starts to limp its way. Uh, you can see its foot, its uh, right foot foot is just dangling and dead meat at this point. It is nothing. It is shred to pieces. It tries to limp its way away and then it gets hit with this thunderous energy that just racks its whole body for 14 points of damage. Um, um, and that thunderous energy is Marigold's anger, right? She sees it yeah. trying to turn tail and run, and she's just like, you coward. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It falls to the ground. Uh, 
Wait, does it fall? Uh, fuck, it falls back on its back again. <laughs> uh, it, it falls back into these uh, pseudo-trenches composed by these rocks. Um, and you can... Uh, yeah, it's just grunting and panting. And it just stops where it is. Uh, next round is Cal, if you guys are still fighting it. Um, we see it go down. Um, uh, like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Terragon's like covered in blood, <laughs> like standing next to Cass, like trying to catch their breath. I like, watched it try to shamble away. Marigold, I think, is gonna gesture that we like close in on it. Mm-hmm. Mostly like Cass and uh, Tarragon because they're up close. Um, but Cal and Sludge and Terami were also like fighting it more directly. So y'all congregate around it. Yeah. yeah. Cal and yeah, Cal comes and Cal and Guppy come in. Uh, Terrison stays his distance. <laughs> okay. Let's try that again. Just gonna try and stand, like, <laughs> plant one knee and, like, rest her elbow on, like, her knee and, like, kind of look into its eye as it's collapsed on the ground. Are we out of combat? If you want to be. <laughs> and it seems like you all do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna cast reduce on it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nice. like as we're as we're approaching, like it's shrinking down. <laughs> uh, uh, magic. Hold on. First, it has to make a Constitution saving throw before we actually do that. I think I want to roll this time, um, but I'm still going to make it have disadvantage. Oh, it has to beat a 13, <laughs> or is it plus my? Do I have a plus three with my spell save DC? No, so or is it a plus? Because um, it's naturally, it's it starts off as eight. That's the base. Do I have a plus five? Yeah, you have a plus five. Okay, then it's eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, it oh. fails. God. Okay, then uh, it shrinks to half its size. Uh, half its size to fifteen feet. <laughs> Still so big. It like reduces. I don't. It doesn't even really notice it mm-hmm. as it smalls and smalls in size. <laughs> <laughs> But the fact that we're bigger is, I think, the psychological damage. <laughs> think of the toll. Uh, yeah, Marigold, do you, you go up to it? It's still huffing. Uh, what are you doing? Um, she's like, kind of getting down, like, puts her hands on her knees. Um, uh, 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 I think I need tongues again. Uh, Sorry, what? Is tongues, tongues is a concentration spell? Uh, no, no it's not. It's not a concentration, not. just an hour. It, Okay. Yeah, just lost an hour. Yeah. Okay. Um. So she can still talk with them. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's try this again. Name's Marigold. What's your name? Kill me. Nope, that's not how we do it around here. You savages. Quite the opposite. Reduce me to this. And what's wrong with being small? What's wrong with being a little one? Leave me 
in extreme pain, and you won't even let me end. Your savages. She looks over the caravan. So they said their name is Kretor. They are an Orompa. I think this is what she taps her crystal. This is what my friend Riva or my other friend Chutor might call a giant. Might call a yogiyam. They warned about them attacking the bailiff colony, maybe being at war with them previously. Um, I think we woke it up when it came out. It seemed amused at first and then immediately started talking about uh, taking our donkeys and making a pasture with them and uh, referred to us as slaves. So I don't know what their deal is, but it rubbed me the wrong way. And now I think it wants an honorable death. But I don't know so much about that, Cass. Heck, Cal, you might know more about that. But I feel like maybe we could try talking now. If they're up for it. But you all saw what it was willing to do. Cass is going to kick its broken foot. <laughs> cool guy. Cool guy. <laughs> cool guy. Uh, it screams uh, in pain and uh, <clears throat> is like sat up now when you do this. And it rolls over to uh, its other, it like rolls down onto its other side and hugs its foot to itself. It's gonna spit on it, dude. As it weeps, <laughs> dude, I'm trying to think something cool to say, but God, he does don't take time kindly to being called a slave either. Cass, from behind you. Everyone else, you see Terrison run past you and up to Cass behind him. And Cass, you hear, stop it. And you turn around, or you look behind you and you see Terrison, and he's looking into your eyes and he is very angry. I'll show no mercy to a dirty slave owner. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, oh god that's rough what does he know about history nothing my <laughs> 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 uh, I don't know what to say to that that's rough <laughs> I mean, I, I'm gonna like I'm gonna run over there and just be like Terrison <laughs> and then I'm gonna look at Cass and be like Please stop. He's down. Walk over to caravan to the caravan. Um 
Marigold, like, I think she was kind of, yeah, she didn't really want Cass, like, kicking at it, but she's like, yeah, no, I mean, I'm mad too, so I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, okay, uh, try and take charge here. Okay. Um, and, like, also, I also, like, put into context, yes. um, I will say that slavery hasn't existed in yeah. the Western realm. Like, it's not yeah. to say that there weren't that like slavery has never ever existed. Mm-hmm. It's only happened in very small sanctions. Mm-hmm. Um, in that, like, it's seen as a cult and horrific act, mm-hmm. uh, akin to um, it's kind of like uh, put in the same place as necromancy, like the specific like raising of dead bodies and using them to your will level of necromancy. That specific form of necromancy. Because no one likes raised bodies. That's weird. It's scary <laughs> to people. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, it's not a common thing. <laughs> and there aren't, like, any really... There aren't really any uh, known big history items of, like, one race uh, enslaving the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the closest thing would be the Republic and their wars with the orcs, um, who signed them into uh, indentured servitude. So you can call that slavery if you hmm, want. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's cool. They were, uh, there's more uh, uh, dignity provided by the Republic, but still <laughs> not great. Wow. Okay, so because Cass is at least moderately educated, um, could I say that like he has heard of these cults specifically and is just like you probably know the republic and the cults yeah <laughs> yeah yeah okay oh yeah if there was anybody who i feel like would get <laughs> know the depth of it i felt like cast yeah them, i just like, accepted it instantly yeah it, made no, it sense. just seems like something he would take much uh chagrin i guess yeah yeah um yeah but but cast is stepped away i'm trying to cool off um, Marigold doesn't want to kill the uh, Krator. Um, like she thinks that maybe they could like learn, talk to each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. Although, like obviously, she doesn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> but like they were, maybe they've been like in a rock for a long time and they don't really know how the world works. I don't know. <laughs> so, as you can see, uh. We have bested you, and actually, where we come from, it might be uh, considered merciful to not kill you on the spot. I know that might be different for you, but <laughs> in living, you're going to get another chance. Can we try to understand each other? I think we come from different worlds. Um, and let this be what we call, uh, diplomacy. Um, and she's gonna ask Tarragon to try and stabilize nice. the wound. Um, does anybody want to stop this or are like, no, Marigold's like, it takes a stop, but in common, it's going to be like, I think that if we set their wound, Maybe we can talk. They lost fair and square, and I don't feel right uh, doing a mercy killing. Mm-hmm. 
this person. I think Teremi like nods a little bit and just looks at Tarragon. Like Tarragon is, yeah, <laughs> they're the one they're looking to right now. Uh, I think Tarragon has like a thousand yard stare. <laughs> like they have like blood on them. Like mm-hmm. kind of uncomfortable. Like like they're, they're definitely scared of this thing. Like this is like what they consider a monster, but they've like I think they're kind of caught between like. Cass, like I think they feel like Cass was like justified mm-hmm. and like we probably wouldn't have won that fight without him. But then they're also like really curious about Terrison's reaction. Mm-hmm. Terrison like wasn't even in the fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just watching us. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so I think Terragon like steps up and like squeezes Terrison's shoulder <laughs> and is gonna set about um trying to make a splint on this giant leg. You also have to consider what's going to happen after reduce ends. Yeah. Um, then I think I'm just going to do cure wounds and then <laughs> and patch it up. And it ends after a minute, so it could yeah have already he could be growing back now. Um, yeah, it's going back to small size. Now. I think I think the sludge would notice that Tarragon is really just like fucked up over this. I doubt <laughs> that they're hiding this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I think. She's going to cast Prestidigitation to clean him up a bit. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think, yeah. Um, well, magic counter is now at three. Cool. Oh, wait, four. Yeah, I, roll, I roll a six in wild magic. Nice. So it doesn't, doesn't incur. Five. Maybe this is all happening at the same time, like, as Paragon <laughs> is doing essentially, like, a classic, like, lay on hands. Mm-hmm. Um, Sludge is cleaning them up as well. It's kind of a Parallel there. They build them up and stand and then <laughs> take a step back. How much do you heal them for? Um, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Okay, cool. Um, I haven't healed a creature before. Or like written that down. Like you guys have healed, but I haven't healed a creature. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, uh... I haven't had a creature that I've had on my book go up in hit points. <laughs> <laughs> it always just goes down. <laughs> down and down and down. Humbling <laughs> down. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, like, the way that magic, healing magic works in this, in this world is that it's essentially, like, speeding up that, uh, uh, natural healing process. Um, so you can see the bones start to reform, the exposed bones start to um, reform its fractures uh, in a messy way. And then uh, 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 the skin starts, like the blood begins to clot on top of, uh, in the wound, and then skin starts to form over it. And it now just has this gash uh, permanently in its leg. <laughs> uh Likely will be hard to walk. Uh, this creature starts to sit up. It stopped its uh, uh, weeping. Um, it like sits halfway up, putting an arm behind it. I do the same for you. Why? Um, Marigold, like I think her. <laughs> She takes a second. <laughs> um, where we come from, there's a lot of different kinds of people. Halflings, dwarves, elves, 
humans, orcs, and they have had conflicts like I think you have with the Tefliam, but we have found a way to work it out. I wonder if you can do the same. Can you tell us a little bit about your people? It matters not. <sighs> you are but specks on our land, our world. You'll be gone in the blink of an eye. Whatever time I spend on you is wasted. Wasted. In the eyes of the greater, the Shawas, the Kriri, Kodasha, you are nothing, I am nothing, it matters not. <laughs> she like raises her eyebrows a little bit, nods slowly. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a bummer way of looking at things. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Terrison, can you come here for a second? Uh, 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 yeah. Terrison slowly walks over <laughs> to you, keeping their eyes on uh, uh, Kratar. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think of this thing? <laughs> uh, what do I think of it? Yeah. What's your your uh, what's your opinion? What's your vibe? I mean, I mean, I, I just kind of met it, but uh, I, I don't know its past actions, but it deserves dignity, right? Yeah, it deserves dignity, and do you think, even though like? Eventually, we're all going to get turned to dust or whatever. Like, the worms are going to eat us. Like, you're into death. Like, you know that that's going to happen. Like, even though we're going to die, dignity in life still matters, right? He nods his head. She. Um, oh, can I cast comprehend languages on the thing? Oh. Oh. I want Terrison to be able to talk to it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be so sad. I think Sludge would just could cast tongues on Yeah, yeah, you can cast tongues if you want, again. Do you have two instances at once? It's um, not a concentration. Yeah, yeah let, me, let me double check. Because it might say in the text. Spell grants a creature you touch the ability to understand the spoken language it hears. It does not say anything about it being like one use or exclusive. Yeah, could I say like at the beginning of this, like I know it talks, we're all gonna be gathered around it that sludge would mm-hmm. won't know after reducing it for a bit. <laughs> it's a little bit of a prank, I guess. Um it's like, like, tab like it. once there's a conversation she would uh cast tongues on it. Yeah. Yeah, so that maybe like we've heard most of what the hell it said after um I'd say maybe like at after casting prestidigitation mm-hmm. on Terragon. Right, like w- right as it was healed. Yeah, like as it was getting healed. Right, so that's wild magic, but 
Um, yeah. It makes things easier if we can all understand them. Mm-hmm. What's wild magic? Five. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh. What is it? All right. Uh, it's uh, D83, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then we all blow up. Yeah, it's a great day for Slip as well. Imagine really banging out this list. Cal is just losing it. <laughs> uh, I'm still glowing. Yeah. Double D, double die, baby. You've just been glowing this whole time. Yeah. 73? 72. 72. Okay. Okay. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate when when he doesn't tell me. <laughs> I, I simply hate it when he makes that noise. <laughs> you, you you cast comprehend. You cast tongues on it, and then you feel um, you start to you feel your those bugs inside of you start to fizzle up, um, and your lips start to tingle. That's it. That's it. That's it. Mm. That's, that's uh, completely mm. it. Maybe you've like lost your sense of taste. You have COVID. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, um, so yeah, I think that- I'm gonna lean down at Guppy and be like, "We can talk to this thing," but I think I just activated like crazy <laughs> shit. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna back off. <laughs> <laughs> you, you open your mouth to speak to Guppy, and just from out of your mouth in these weird synthetic, artificial, metallic. Uh, humming noises you hear. <laughs> and you close your mouth and it stops. <laughs> Megalovania. <laughs> so that's happening while you guys are having a serious. <laughs> Is it uh, relative to how loud I'm talking? Do you try? Well, I mean, like, if I was trying to, like, talk in a whisper. Uh, yeah, I came out. Okay, but I think, what is Guppy's reaction to that? Guppy's just, like, looking at you and nodding. Just, like, seriously, just, like, blank face, just, yep. <laughs> Holy fuck. The sludge know that she's making these noises. Yes. <laughs> okay. I think she understands what's happening. Is just gonna stand there now. <laughs> Can she stay like this? Yeah. <laughs> I want to grab his hand though. Mm-hmm. Like hold mine out for his. Nice. He grabs it and squeezes it. Oh. Nice. Um, uh, anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that means that uh, uh, Krator heard all of this uh, in Terrison's response. Nice. Uh, did you want to? Did you want to follow that up with anything miracle? Um. Yeah. So I'm trying to like make a persuasion check to like make them like like be chill, <laughs> not like talk about like kill, being killed for honor and like being a nihilist and stuff. <laughs> like I just like want them to be able to talk with us. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that possible? <laughs> uh, yeah. Make a persuasion. Make a persuasion check with advantage because that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm ready for my plus one person. <laughs> the 17. 
Yeah, so like she like lets Terrison speak and then just kind of looks over like arms folded, like <laughs> come on, like hey. Dignity <laughs> is given to those who deserve it. And you deserve it. I have earned nothing. I have built no pastures in this life. I have built no farms. Harvested nothing. I have done nothing for the highest. And you are nothing. And couldn't do nothing to impress them. Hmm. 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 I'm beginning to get uh, very irritated. <laughs> Condescending tone at you and the Tefleum and the elves and the dwarves and the everybody <laughs> use sometimes. <laughs> I. Trying to give you a chance. <laughs> and I ask for none. Will you tell us what would make you deserving of dignity in your culture? To build a passion that feeds the hives and their armies to harvest slumber that is used in the great one's halls to collect stone the Russians to mold into their art art like murals murals statues tablets columns Anything that pleases them. Did did you make um uh can I get out my uh journal with the rubbing of the mural? Yes. Can I show it to them? Yeah. Uh does Terry have the other one? <laughs> <laughs> um Does Terry remember that they have the pieces in their backpack? Like I said, if I had the chance to like give that over before we left, I would have, because I didn't want I wouldn't want to like take up space mm-hmm. in my backpack. So they probably went over it. Yeah, they're probably like on the donkeys. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I would remember. Cool. Yeah. So you take them out and show it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's do a quick. Uh, let's do a quick flashback. Actually, uh, what is what was what did you write in your inventory about the pieces? I picked up uh, just like as much of a piece I could carry. So it's like a me- uh, medium size, like. Nice foot-ish. Uh-huh. Um, and it was from, specifically, I took one from, like, the middle area. The middle area? Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm gonna, okay, so that means that, uh, so, uh, Marigold, um, you need to do a mural recovery check for you. Okay, okay. Um, roll a 1d4 for me. Two. Two? Two. Cool. Uh, roll an intelligence check with proficiency. Dirty 20. 
dirty 20. Nice. So you recovered the whole thing. Um, that would be a good part of this. Uh, um, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you recover a piece um, from this mural that Jeremy collected. And uh, looking uh, after you've scr- uh, long, uh, some time ago, uh, before all this, when you uh, uh, scrubbed it and uh, recovered it successfully, uh, you, un- yeah, uh, what you see, uh, what you recover from part of this mural is a crushed piece. Uh, it looks like a crushed uh, building. Uh, it looks foreign to you, this building and its architecture. Um, you, you, you don't recognize it, but it has a, a boxy industrial shape to it. Um, as you can imagine, it once was, uh, as its pieces are, the pieces of this building are crushed and on the floor, on the ground, collapsed. Krator looks at it, studies it. I will not know. We are not deserving of art. What you just said, or you make things for your superiors? I collect and produce resources for them to make their art. And are they like you? No. They they are better than you could ever imagine. <clears throat> right. Sure. Uh, steps back, looks around at the other members of the caravan standing around. This is big, like not like li- like literally like they are large, and also, I don't know if anybody's ever. None of the people from the. Western realm have come into contact, at least in living memory, with someone like this. We only have bones. We only have bones. You are not from here. No. Where are you from? From across the sea. From the west, from the direction setting sun. You are not. You can see a look of terror in his eyes. No. Orumvas. I do not control you. (laughs) No. Absolutely not. No one does. Bones, you have bones. How? When? Uh, well, uh, uh, you, we have bones that we've dug up deep from the ground from, uh, a long time ago. We're not entirely sure, but there are a few thousand years old. his face and its hands not crying just in abject 
or You didn't. You couldn't have. Prostate Leon. How could they? How could they? No. They can't. It raises his hand and smashes it against the rock behind it, leaving a deep imprint into it. And it starts shaking, looks back at where it hit, and looks at where its fist punctured this rock. And you can see some rock has fallen away. And inside this compression, you can also see these slightly leathery but still stony fingers break off and fall out. And it reaches out and grabs it, the fingers, and holds it in its hand and continues to look at it in abject horror. No, it should have just been us. It should have just been us. It should have just been us. Oh. <clears throat> uh, can I? Ooh, I don't. I don't know if I can insight. I don't know if an insight check would like help at all. Like they just seem to be having a crisis. <sighs> Yeah, I, I think Marigold's going to take a step back and, like, give them a moment. It sits there, and then it, after a long time, if no one else is doing anything, just letting it, this thing be. I, the awful person that I am, Oh no! want to, I can't speak, uh-huh. but I would like to cast major image and persona and create the image of Tutor in front of (gasps) this thing. Oh my god. Air them so much. And ask ask, through Tutor what do you know about me? Oh god. That's really good, dude. God, fuck. All right, yeah. Um, the guy was fucking cracking his entire body. This is cool. Uh, we're all at wild magic. Against oh one. yeah. Against what? No, thank God. Let's hope. Let's <laughs> hope. All right, green, purple, or gold. Purple. Purple. Got it. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. Oh no, you activated it. Uh, <laughs> now you summon this. Uh, smoky ethereal figure that stands at 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 seven feet tall (laughs) seven feet tall above everyone else high above everyone else um including Cass Uh, I'll make him 10 feet tall for for shits and giggles so he can get a better look (laughs) (laughs) nice um and you summon this, uh, this black shadowy figure that with shadows that spill out from its side and these glowing white eyes that seem to smirk at you with these long horns that extend up and back from it. And in Chutor's voice, it says, What is it you know about me? And this <laughs> breaks the uh, Europa 
from its trance as it looks up at it. Um, and again, it like cocks its head in, in a quizzical manner in the same way when it saw Cass. I am just an illusion <laughs> created by the sorcerer nearby. I'm just an illusion <laughs> created by the sorcerer nearby. What do you know about me? <laughs> I know nothing. What is this? Isn't this a Tayflam? No. What? The horns? Yes. About this shadow. I don't know what this is. You don't know what happened to the Tayflam? No. Do they exist? In a way, I wonder, you were, and she's going to point to the rock, you were in there? I was destroyed in combat. And now we reform. Reform, okay. Uh, She's sorry. She's thinking of the bone pit that Odie <laughs> got laid down in, and like that seems like a pretty definitive like death. <laughs> pretty definitive. <laughs> I wonder um, if the same thing is happening with the Tayflam. This is something that they left behind, or a part of them. Maybe they also were beaten in battle, and this is what's left. You've never heard of something like that happening before? This poor guy. <laughs> just just w- was dead. Just got brought back. If I can come back. The Roomba puts their hand on the rock behind them. They can come back. They can build again. <laughs> Wait. Wait. No, if things are the same as you thought they were when you fell, we had the bones of giants where we came from, right? That's not normal. Usually you come back, right? Yes. The cycle always begins anew. Not always. Something is breaking the cycle, has broken the cycle. Maybe that happened for a reason. Persuasion. 14. 14. 14. The plans. They make no sense to me. Oh, I know that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) They make no sense to me. Maybe you say you do not bend under our will. Maybe you bend under the higher's wills and not know it. You are to begin to cycle new. Yes, the highest. And he looks up above him. 
where you see a beautiful blue sky with the sun shining warm rays down upon you, with a cold autumn air coming in against your neck, and fluffy white clouds passing overhead. And he looks up. Agents of their will. I know no scripture of this. Fool I am, Vermont. We're not studying these, studying the tomes closer. It's like the stories. Oh, your agents aren't you. They want to destroy the Tiflia aren't you. He seems to lose himself and starts to forget you're there as he, I'm going to say he, uh, as he uh, 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 crafts this image of you guys in his mind and just mutters to himself. Himself. Cool. Love this. It's great. Six, huh? Eight. Mural. It's cool. Uh, uh, Marigold's doing what I'm doing, which is just like staring off with like her on her forehead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doesn't know how to process this. I think everyone's just like. Yes, staring at this creature, yeah. mumbling to itself. Um, <laughs> uh, it starts, it stands up and walks over you guys, not on top of you, but like steps over you, steps over you guys. And it goes to its pile and it starts collecting the bigger pieces of rock that formed from it, uh, uh, that broke apart and kept their size and starts stacking them on top of each other forming what looks like some sort of pillar or totem. Like the ones we've been walking around? Not like those, no. No, this is like this is like a pillar that is building upwards like a large Mm -hmm. stone ducky. Uh, It's not it's not like it's not at all like the other ones. Mm -hmm. Continues to mumble to itself. No more. This is how I gain entrance. This is how I gain entrance. Or, and then, then, and then I'll be, oh, I'll be the top. I'll be the top of all the brothers who that come from this. The Falshi, or Uchi, or even a Koracha, or a Kakrikri, or no mountains nearby, no Kikris, or Falshi, possibly. They will they will come, they will see my dig, they will see my servitude, and I will be bestowed great gifts upon them. They will be given a, a lantern, a, a magical lantern, even. Mm-hmm. Like that. Like that one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. 
I was a that's a good segue because Tarragon was kind of hmm? <laughs> feeling a certain kind of way about this. Oh God, yeah, yeah. They've just been like ever since the conversation took like this religious tilt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> been like very uncomfortable (laughs) um can i do any religion checks like could could that have been happening while they were talking like have i seen this behavior in like a a person before like of a different faith like this is very intense zealousness very zealous Um, in a way i don't know if tarragon is like they're like obviously love saloon, but like kind of different. <laughs> right. I yeah. I, I don't know what, what could really be garnered from this from like how little you know. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, Tarragon can obviously tell that they're like being like very zealous about yeah. this. Um, and they could probably tell that uh, the, this thing doesn't seem to worship uh, just from like the language it's using. I'm going to do it in a religion check. Yes. Do a religion check? Yeah. Yeah, do a religion check. Alright, right, right. 3020. 3020, nice. Um, yeah, so you nothing that they're saying clicks um, in like, oh, what religion could this be? It doesn't sound like anything besides just like uh, very uh, basic things like, uh, this is something greater than me and stuff. But the way that it's like using um, Urampa and stuff, uh, saying Urampa and like referring to these different things it seems like this creature puts um patronage into creatures of a similar or the same race but are somehow higher up above them in some sort of clan or uh some sort of pecking order some sort of order of superiority it's not just bosses or kings it seems specifically it is paying patronage and 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 uh, it is zealous over creatures above itself. Hmm. Right. Okay. Um. The other thing I want to know is what would Saloon want me to do to something like this? <laughs> like. From the primary like Selenite myth we have. It's all about defeating the darkness to protect the elven people. Mm-hmm. And this one is explicitly talking about enslaving them. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I know, I know, I just, I'm <laughs> just tried doing the diplomacy thing, but now Tarragon's about to go, you stupid go crazy. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> Uh, sorry, my my blankie fell from my chair. Uh, yeah, saloon is specifically uh, saloon is specifically attached to that uh, mythos of defeating and protecting others against, uh, uh, you know, monsters and monsters specifically trying to do harm to. Are, are monsters that specifically are interfering in causing, not interfering, but just uh, causing uh, harm and death to elves specifically. 
and this thing specifically uh, wants to cause, wants to enslave Eladrin. Also, I think it's, I think Tarragon, Terami, Sludge, uh, Terrison, yeah, you guys are also like, you guys must be thinking, huh, I don't remember a lot of uh, elvish history of being enslaved by a giant people. Mm-hmm. There have been, there is that one mythos that we all know about of monsters in another world uh, harming you and like killing you and stuff. Mm-hmm. But nothing about enslavement. Hmm. Um. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no, Tarragon's like watching them, like watches this creature like rave and then cross over to the rock pile and start like crafting things and muttering to themselves. And I think they're just like fists are just growing tighter and tighter. <sighs> Like jaw is set. <laughs> like maybe like their foot is tapping. <laughs> like um it's obviously still shell shocked from the fight, but now it was like hey, maybe Cass was right. Maybe uh <laughs> Yeah, maybe actually fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. As it's walking away too, like Terry's just kinda of looking at Marigold and Tarragon and like everyone else probably just like, are we Letting it go. <laughs> yeah, Marigold, in your head, you hear Reva's voice again. And she says, I'm sure you can guess, you have to kill it. What happens if I don't? It's, it'll be another one. That It'll just be another force in their army. Um, as Marigold is like trying, correct me if I'm wrong. Like the Falcon States and like the Havlings, that they don't like have war, right? Like they haven't really done that one. No, they're very like closed off. Nobody wants them. Like they're so yeah. Like doesn't like wants safety town. Nobody wants safety town. It's not only that she doesn't like agree with war. It's like she doesn't even know what war is. Mm-hmm. And so she's like trying to reason her way out of it. Uh, uh, Tarragon rushes it. <laughs> They're going to go for it. All right. I think they feel driven <laughs> to cast out evil. <laughs> um, if the other elves feel that too, yeah, I think well, as... And also Cass, like, has Cass been watching this? I think Cass went back over to Carson. Yeah. So he's probably, like, a good distance away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that... So do they was... <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, Carson's there and well, heard everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, okay. like, he's away because he has the donkeys. He doesn't want the donkeys to get, like, fucking eaten or whatever. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what's happening. <laughs> Oh, Dakota, 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 I have a really important 
question. Oh, like really important question, Dakota. Yeah. So this one, like, like they died and came back, right? Like they're, like they died and came back. Mm-hmm. Are they undead? Like, could I turn undead on them? Like. If I use turn undead, would it work? <laughs> no, no. It ah, okay. <laughs> it's not about it, but yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, Terragot's rushing it. Yes, I can't, I can't use my destroy undead on them. It'd be cool, but I'm gonna I think summon my spiritual weapon. Mm-hmm. Is that your moon? Yes. <laughs> Oh yes, my moon. We love the moon. <laughs> we like the moon. And then I think I'm also gonna make a mace attack. Cause spiritual open is a bonus attack. <laughs> I'm just gonna destroy this thing if all of you guys are rushing this at once and getting a sneak attack on it. I, I feel like maybe I don't know. Do you think it's within Sludge's character to like see Tarragon rushing this and be like, oh, we're going to kill it and yes. then like immediately yes. attack? Okay. Yes. All the elves they are picking up on the fact that yeah. he wants to keep them asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think Sludge would be casting Rave Sickness um, on it. Is it within 60 feet? Yes. You can also okay. make it in within 60 feet if you want. <laughs> but yeah, it's in 60 feet. It's like 50 feet away from you guys building. Okay, cool. Then, um, yeah, I think it's oh, just yeah, a range. It's like 30 feet away. Okay. okay, yeah, then I'm gonna make a um, range spell attack of Ray of Sickness. And then I want to. I think cast- for the narrative, Dakota's saying we're auto hitting. We're auto hitting? Are we? Or should we roll? Uh, yeah, all of you auto hit. <laughs> um, is Terramian on this? No, I'm just standing next to Terrison. Right. I don't like you any of this. This on. sucks. Yeah, uh, Terragon just like still like just kind of stony faced. I think it starts out as like a, just a couple steps, like they're almost stumbling, and then it turns into a full on like Terminator run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, they raise their mace and call out that spiritual weapon which is a giant moon and i don't even think they like really verbalize something it's more like something they feel very strongly in their heart like this is what it means to be a deliorian it Mm -hmm. means standing up for your people (laughs) even if it puts you in danger that's what it means to them in this moment (laughs) spiritual weapon is that a um, it's a wild bonus magic. Action. It is wild magic. It's a natural twenty. You reset the clock. Free, cool. Um, I did seventeen because I cool. casted at a higher spell. Nice wild magic. Oh yeah, three. Oh cool. The image of Chutor just kind of. <laughs> No, I was gonna say what I was gonna say so um, was that after he walked away and was like gone for a bit, I think Sludge would continue concentrating it, but would have turned it into an image of gore, just kind of like rustling about in the flowers. Uh that's nineteen points of damage. Is anyone else attacking? No. 
Cast isn't attacking? I think Cast is attacking, seeing these two like go for it. Okay. Um, so, auto like Maybe he saw Tarragon when they were running. Yeah, <laughs> like, saw oh, Tarragon yeah. when they were running. And just like, was like, oh yeah, fuck. Yeah, let's <laughs> <that's fucking laughs> So, <laughs> since it's auto Can't hit, I'm just going to roll for straight damage immediately. Um, and you can do two so, attacks. <laughs> yeah, so first hit is four. Second hit is nine, and I'm using action surge to do another action. That's four. three attacks. <laughs> That's three attacks. For um, can I? That's another action. So that's that's an attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can attack twice again, right? Uh, uh, no. No. Okay. Can attack once, twice, and so. Okay. Um. The last one was eight, but um. Am I able to use a maneuver and that? Uh, a maneuver. It's a bonus action. Uh, does action surge cost a bonus action? No. Uh, it's just now you can on your turn, action. take an additional action. Give <laughs> <laughs> more shit. Fucking level 10 fighter. <laughs> so uh, I can do that? Yeah, you can do another bonus action. So before my uh, second action, I want to use my bonus action to faint, which allows me to just give me an extra eight damage. You can you can do four attacks. <laughs> Jesus. Do you can do four attacks. Really? Yes. Same. Shit, I don't I don't oh fuck it was So it was it was four nine eight. Four nine eight. And then I'm doing the faint, which gave me another eight. And then I do another fourth attack for five, which is 16, 21, 30, 34. Bruh. That is rough. <laughs> Bruh. Thank you, Cass. Meryl, you want to get on this too, or are you just watching? No, she, she, she didn't know this was happening. She just like, she was like, like, oh, the Reva thinks I should kill them. But like, I don't know if that's such a good idea. And everybody else is like, I don't kill it. <laughs> <laughs> God, this sucks. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a lot of damage. Um, I like the idea that Ter- the Terragon does the final blow for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys think? Cast or Terragon? Terragon. Terragon did charge first, so it would make sense if they got there first, but maybe they all. I, I don't know. Like, um, maybe Cast was faster or closer a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, think it, I think the question is Cast could kill them. But does Cass, like, let Tarragon do it? I think he would let Tarragon get in the final hit. Cool. Yeah, because, like, Tarragon isn't, doesn't seem like the type of person to just go out and do that, you know? And so, so they have, like, a, it must, there must be, like, some kind of personal reason for this. No, I don't, uh, has Tarragon killed anyone before? (laughs) No. We haven't seen it. So. We haven't seen it. No. We haven't seen it. Well, Terrigan I... got that monster, but... That was a fake moon. That was different. There's a lot yeah. of heresy in Remfrey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. hey, somebody's gotta do it. 
Yeah, this is like the first like person though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a conversation with this guy. Yeah. Um, Esker, do you want to say what Cass does of his four strikes, or do you want me to take the wheel? I think you can take the wheel. I'm not really sure. Like, I can't really think of anything past like attacking his fucking legs. Tarragon, you go rushing in and Sludge uh, seeing this cast ray of sickness causing horrible green energy to uh, fly out and form around this creature as it starts to begin to become aware that it's being attacked again. Uh, Cast, yeah, you run up to it. You, uh, you're a little bit closer than Tarragon as they are uh, running up and summoning their holy moon symbol with one hand and wielding their mace with the other. Uh, Cast, you beat Tarragon there, and with a flourish, you unsheath your greatsword. Again, you pivot and strike it in the same place that you hit before, the same leg. Um, and as it is still indented, you are able to just, uh, with a hearty thunk, you lop off its foot. It takes a knee, it crumbles to its knee, uh, breaking down the tower it was making, the small spire, the stacked rocks that falls to the ground. You keep moving forward, and you strike it once in his right arm, slashing through the meat, again slashing through its bone, and again slashing through the rest of the meat that held that arm there, and it falls on that shoulder down with his head on the ground. It looks behind it at you, Tarragon, who walks up to it, and... I think Tarragon's impulse on an ordinary day, they would look away, but they do not have that even cross their mind this time. They bring the mace down, these same hands that just healed it, like, minutes before, and the thing they say is, this gate is closed. I, I think the um the moon just comes down with it. Like the nace is coming down like on the skull and the moon is kind of coming down on the neck and probably is a beheading action. <laughs> it's brutal, it's nasty stuff here. You crunch its neck right off as this moon comes down on top of it. Its head severs and splurts out black blood from the head and from this severed neck. And its body stays firm for a few seconds before it just crumbles into the dirt, motionless. Its head rolls a little bit and comes to a stop. And the bleeding stops. And with a final gas of air from its head, you can hear it say, And his body calcifies into rock. I think I think they're just like shaking a little bit. Like they're they're holding it together. This is 
is important. I think as uh, as the beheading goes through, Terry like gasps and like grabs Terrison's hand <laughs> and squeezes it really hard. <laughs> Terrison grabs back and like squeezes back. Uh, Terrison actually, uh, as beheading is about to happen, uh, Terrison, yeah, like you squeeze Terrison's hand and Terrison, you can see just like looks away and you see like hot beads of tears come rolling down his cheeks. He sniffs a little bit. Just squeezing his hand really tight. Mm -hmm. Um, God. Yeah, and Marigold is just like her mouth is like standing open like she's so far away from this. Like I think kind of mentally and physically like emotionally Mm -hmm. like very, very intense. Yeah, does Reva react? Yeah. uh, After it uh, after it dies and its body calcifies, you can feel that connection with Reva start to falter and start to go back to its baseline presence. But before it's fully uh, back to that normal state, uh, you can hear Reva say, "Thank you." Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, 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 she sits down. Cal walks over to you and squeezes your shoulder. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. It's done. Cal looks around, staring at all the different spires of rock. All the dozens, if not hundreds, of boulders that surround them. That surround you and that you've walked through. And you still do not know the full length of this garden. They can take our bones and bury them deep under the river, but we'll still be together and we cannot be defeated. They can take our trombones and pack them down there with us, but no matter how long it takes us, we will not be defeated when we dare.